Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of Reforge Gaming News, and we will be talking about PS Plus news that landed. There's a variety of things going on with Sony PlayStation Plus, putting ads in games just like Microsoft. People are like, are you going to cover that? Of course, I'm going to cover that if it makes sense to. We're covering that. We're covering the fact that they're forcing demos on uh, companies they have to make demos as well as potential new tiers for playstation plus if you like these videos hit subscribe and the bell button that way you don't miss my live streams uh, and we always start with the goods right here at the beginning this is a reforge update sony ps plus news has hit in a variety of ways from ads being placed in games the leaked free games for may of 2022 new tiers for ps a ps plus premium as well as forcing game companies to make demos i got it all here for you in a very quick update if you like these quick updates hit subscribe and the bell button that way you don't miss these uploads so basically what is going on is they are doing the same thing that microsoft is doing or they're looking at doing it with putting ads inside of video games this is obviously a little concerning for people that don't want that sort of thing to be in their video games and we are uh, going to cover it right now the verge said sony is reportedly working in bringing advertisements to their free-to-play playstation games according to a report by insider the ads would appear in games and are meant to give game developers a way to monetize their work and encourage them to continue building free-to-play games, sounding very similar to what Microsoft said they're going to be doing. The in-game ads are expected to launch by the end of the year and would appear to be in conspicuous places within the game, like billboards, and players could also get rewards for watching advertisements, and the ads would be sold through a private marketplace. This is according to Insider. This is very, very similar to what Microsoft was looking at doing. I'm not saying this is good or bad for either company. It needs to be implemented and tested, but this is probably going to become very, very normal in the gaming spaces and in the gaming industry to have essentially ads inside your free-to-play games as a way to monetize and subsidize the free services that you get through those games similar to what they do in mobile games there is also a leak concerning the three free playstation plus may games may of 2022 fifa 22 will be on ps4 and ps5 Tribes of Midgard will also be on PS5 and PS4, and Curse of the Dead Gods is being listed as only available on PS4. We're not sure if there's a forthcoming PS5 version. Curse of the Dead Gods is actually a good rogue. Uh, if you if you like rogue games, if you like Hades, you should definitely check out check out Curse of the Dead Gods. Now I have heard it has issues late game. The stronger you get, uh, the back half of the strength curves I think can get a little frustrating from people that I've spoken to. Tribes of Midgard is very popular, but not for me. So be sure to check that one out if you think the gameplay looks like something that you would enjoy and well FIFA is FIFA. Lastly, let's talk about Force Demos. GameDevelopers.com said Sony has begun communicating with developers about its plans for timed game trials for PlayStation Plus Premium subscribers. According to sources speaking to Game Developer, these developers are working on games that, that are at a wholesale cost of $34 or higher. That's actually their retail cost. Are now required to create time limited game trials for their games. These trial versions must be at least two hours long. 
This is good and bad news. I actually think this is very good for the consumer. It puts pressure on any game company that wants to charge $35 or more for their game. Hey, you better be confident in that game because you got to give people a two-hour demo. The good news is these requirements are not retroactive and do not apply to upcoming VR titles. The less than great news is that if you are a developer planning on releasing on the PlayStation Store in the future, you now need to budget time and resources to create a new timed trial. There is some flexibility however with this policy developers have up until three months after their games launch on the playstation store to release their time trial trials are also only required to be available to playstation plus premium users for at least 12 months so if you're worried about your game's quality you could definitely say hey we're not going to make the trial available right away and that would be a way to kind of hide it you should be then leery of game companies sort of unwilling to do that on sony's platform if you are a playstation plus premium owner you might want to steer clear of buying games when they're unwilling to do the trial during the launch window. I think a a trial of a good game will drive sales and be good for the game and for the consumer. Sony is also open to releasing custom game demos, limited time game trials, case-by-case basis, right? If you still want to do your free weekends, game trials, and things like that, you're still able to do that to get your game in front of tons of people. But if you're making a game that's $35 or higher, you're going to have to have that two-hour demo for people to play and try out the game on the PlayStation Plus higher tier that is being rumored is called Premium. As always, if you like these quick updates, check out Reforge Gaming where I streamed it live or here on Reforge Updates. Hit subscribe and the bell button and I'll see you in the next video. And I'll see the rest of you right now. We greatly appreciate you supporting the stream. I'm going to move the, uh, I'm going to move, oh golly, that's not what I meant to do. I'm going to move the Sony just a touch so that it's a little bit closer. I'm trying to get it closer to uh, to the iPhone. Hopefully I didn't mess up TikTok too much. That way I'm able to look at the camera a little bit more for those of you that are enjoying watching on TikTok. We are trying the simulcasting out. We appreciate you watching over there. Ordinary Beauty Designs uh, says, Ads, we have enough ads in our life. We don't need more. I I, I don't think it's going to be as bad as maybe people are making it out to be, especially if it's only in free-to-play games. Good morning, Feed. I see you in the chat. Nice to see you. Guys, if you are enjoying my shows and my broadcasts, make sure anytime you're here, you are smacking the like button, hitting subscribe. Uh, we are going to do a second show today. It looks like there's a patch for Melania in Elden Ring, and we're going to cover that. We will read through those patch notes and give you an update on that, but that's not the topic this morning. The topic is PlayStation Plus News, Sony PS Plus News, putting ads in games. What do you think of forcing demos? What do you think of the free games that are potentially coming out next month? Curious where you guys land on this. And make sure and smash the like button. Make sure you're on live chat. YouTube Lurker with the first new member of the day. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes, your dope and deserve dope stuff. Enjoy the extra content for members that we do on Thursday afternoons, as well as Friday nights. We did the community game night, and it was awesome. We did Fortnite. This Friday, we'll be doing some more stuff with my wife, just drinking, playing games, laughing, and having a good time. Make sure uh, that you are... Uh, that you are a member and and have those alerts turned on so you don't miss those streams. Members-only content doesn't do the greatest job of alerting the channel that it's happening. And if we hit 500 members this month, my wife has to play Elden Ring. I'm going to bump this camera just a touch. It was like, it uh, it was doing this thing. 
I've got too many cameras. I've got too many cameras. There we go. Like you couldn't see, you couldn't see me. You couldn't see me. So, like my hair was going. My hair's so tall it's going out of uh, frame. Heavy metal mama says, heavy metal mama says morning feed, and she's over on uh, on TikTok. YouTube lurker is coming for my number one lurking title. McD says. Donovan says the ads are good. A handful of us are entitled gamers who just want everything for free. I think that free games should have ads. It's the least we can do to support the devs of a good game. A billion people play FIFA. Who is playing FIFA? Yeah, a ton of people are playing FIFA. I mean, I don't play FIFA, and you might not play FIFA, but a lot of people do. They really, really do. Um, If we can get our first 100 likes on the video on YouTube, that'd be amazing. Thank you for almost 3,000 likes already on TikTok. You guys are going crazy over there. Jacob says, Ember Labs, who made Kana Bridge of Spirits, wanted a long break after Kana was finished, and they took a three-month break, and if another indie studio makes a PS game and needs to make a demo and need a break. I'm not sure what you mean by the second half of what you're saying there. I think your game is $35. It should not be less than two hours. Well, they're saying the demo would need to be at least two hours. What are you saying... Is there a concern for indie titles that are shorter than two hours? ADJC says it's a huge cash grab every year. Every video game is a cash grab to a certain extent, right? I mean, they're all trying to get your money. They're all trying uh, to get you to spend. That's kind of the nature uh, of the business to a certain degree. I'm not going to sit here and defend FIFA. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to defend FIFA. Um... Guys, don't forget all the ways you can support what we do here every day. I am wearing an awesome Led Zeppelin shirt, Tour of 77. Comes from the music collection at 80s Tees. Use code LONO. Use code LONO for 30% off over there. L-O-N-O. Please be sure to not do their like their email discount thing. You'll That doesn't support me if you do that. $10 from YouTube Lurker. A $10 tip through YouTube Super Chat. Every time LONO covers a Sony topic... I close my eyes, hear Mo's voice, and see a red ring of death. <laughs> the t-shirt's fire. Thank you, Heavy Metal Mama. Uh, it helps the consumer by locking a price point structure. It won't provide a demo you can't set sell at full price. Uh, if you don't provide a demo, you can't sell at full price. Right. I think people need to consider that. Like, the forced demo thing will likely be good for the consumer if the companies actually get in line with it. Now, obviously, the developers could play the long game, and they could say, hey, uh, we're just going to wait. We're just going to wait. We're not We're not going to do the demo within the first three months. Because it does say that you have three months to do it. You know what I mean? It does say that you have three months to do it. So they could wait. I mean, if you, if you that, that's going to be a clue, I think, to people is, hey, this new game just launched. And they don't have a demo on PS Plus, And the last five new games did. That might make people leery of it. They might be like, look, man, now that company might speak out and say, hey, listen, we were already heavy in development. We didn't have time to make this demo. We are working on it right now, right? And it could lead to better sales. If you think about the economics of gaming, right, and the way that games sell and the way that popularity of games are, they make most of that money in the first couple of weeks. If a month or two later they push out a free demo on premium, on PS Plus Premium, you might see people say, oh, wow, we can get a boost in sales a couple of months later from the demo because people might really, really like it. Keep in mind, 
This is not people playing the game for free. This is people buying a subscription service that allows them to sample the game for two hours, which would then lead to a purchase if the game is good. This is good for the developers and good for the consumer. Because if the developer makes a really, really good game, plenty of people are going to try it. And people are trying and then buying in a healthier environment. And I think that also forces developers to say, hey, our game's got to be good. Our game has to be good. We, we can't, we cannot just make some, you know, piece of trash and throw it out there. And then everybody's just like buying it and angry and hoping for refunds because there's no refund culture on consoles right now. There isn't cyberpunk had refunds, but that wasn't, that wasn't what we're talking about. That was something that was anomalous to the industry. That wasn't normal. Got a day off. Finally able to be here for the live show. Hope and chat. Hope you and chat are doing well. Yo, what's good, Ben? How are you? The trials are for every game in the PS Store. Over $34 is a major win. Trials are not demo. Trials are full games on a timer. I don't necessarily know if that's what they described. Let me pull my notes back up. I don't think they're doing trials on a timer, homie. I, I don't think so. I don't. I do not think that's the verbiage surrounding this. Let me reread it. I could be wrong. Plans for timed game trials. These trial versions must be at least two hours long. Okay. Uh, well, all right. So you're correct then. I'm, I I was assuming. I was the one guilty of assuming. I read into it. I was assuming it was a demo that will require a little bit of extra dev time. If they basically just let you run around for two hours, I mean, the concern might be a 35 to $40 indie game. You can do quite a bit in two hours. You know, you wouldn't want to... And I guess that's the key, right? Is it if is it if you're worried? I don't know. I still think it works. I still think it's healthy because if somebody plays it on PS Premium, PS Plus Premium, and they play a game on there, and they say, man, I did everything I could to fly through that game. I didn't quite get everything done. I was really enjoying it. Well, now they have to buy it. Like, the odds of somebody plowing through your indie game in two hours flat and being like, yep, not buying it now. Those gamers are few and far between, I would imagine. That's not going to be the majority of the people taking advantage of PS Plus Premium. Right? I just don't think so. You can do it for free with any game on Steam. Right. Well, and a lot of the indie indie devs have asked for different policies on Steam with respect to that because they're like, listen, our game is three hours long. You can't let somebody play it for two hours. You know, our game is $15, it's three hours long, and if somebody plays it for two hours, they've basically played almost the entire game. That's too long. You have to have different per- you have spectrums. Like, I think on, on Steam, what you need to do is you need to let a, t- a, a company say, average completion time for this game is this, and if you play a percentage of the game's complete average completion time, then then you're good. Like, you're, you're keeping the game, you can't refund it, right? Good guy EA does 10-hour trials for some games. The time trial demo will be different depending on the game, says Christopher Wright. Well, keep in mind, they just said minimum. A minimum of two hours. Might be useful for community game nights. I didn't even consider that, Hilly. I didn't even consider that. Hey, everybody, I bought the game, but you can play for two hours, you know? Now, they might be limited in the trial, though, Hilly, I would think. They might not have all those features turned on. You know, you can't play multiplayer. You can't play this. Like, they'll have, like, a slice of the game that you can go and fiddle around with for two hours. I mean, 
for all we know, they'll throw you in a dojo practice room and be like, here, you can play this for two hours, right? You can, you can, you can wail on a boss for two hours. Congratulations, well done. That's what you get. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's, that, that, <laughs> that's, that's all you get, right? It would be pretty nice though if you got like full reign of the game for two hours and then we could we could use that on a community game night. Crazy Cliff says this time trial all depends on release. If the God of War trial is before launch, I imagine the amount of people signing up, uh, it's sales uh, it's a sales incentive. Right. There's others there's two sides of this, right, Crazy Cliff. They could throw it on there early and say, Hey, our game comes out next week. Oh man, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Hey, our game comes out next week. Boom. You throw it on PlayStation Plus Premium, and you got all these people that are chomping at the bit to play your game. So they sign up for Premium to play it early. Then you got all these people that are like, hey, man, I tried that game. I'm definitely buying it. Oh, my gosh, it was so great. I was having a blast. I don't want to put it down. Then once it comes out, you have this massive funnel of people. Now there's the other side of the of the spectrum. There's the other side of the coin of people saying, hey, they didn't release a demo. They waited two months to release the demo. They really, I, I'm sorry, the trial. They waited two two months to release the trial. And uh, does that mean the game is bad? Or, or does that going to boost sales? Game did fine at launch, and now it's getting a second wind because all these premium users get to try it, and they like it, and they buy it. Have the games been released for May already? Apparently, the leaked games for PS Plus May are FIFA 22... Tribes of Midgard and Curse of the Dead Gods. Those are the three games. Now, Curse of the Dead Gods is being listed as PS4 only. The other two are both platforms. So I'm not actually sure what's going on with Curse of the Dead Gods. If they don't have a PS5 version ready or not, you should be able to play it backwards compatible as far as I know. But maybe it doesn't have a PS5 version, so it's only being listed as PS4. If you guys are listening and watching in all the locations, thanks for being here. Say good morning, say hello. Thanks for listening. Thanks for enjoying Reforge Gaming. It's basically video game radio. Uh, consider doing a membership, buying some coffee. We, who's who's going to be the first coffee order of the day? Or going over to 80s Tees, buying a t-shirt with my code. If you like my Led Zeppelin shirt, they got a whole bunch of stuff over there. ACDC, all kind of great stuff in their music collection. I bought FIFA, so I hope that's not it, but the other two look really nice. Yeah, I would warn you against actually both Tribes of Midgard and Curse of the Dead Gods. You need to know what you're signing up for. Um, Curse of the Dead Gods is a rogue, and Tribes of Midgard is kind of similar to a rogue. Like, they're both games where, you know, you fail or whatever, you start over. So just just be fair warned. Be fair warned about what, uh, what exactly you're signing up for. Nothing like Lono selling out for PlayStation. Yeah, I'm really selling out talking about how they're placing ads in games and forcing companies to do demos and how that might be good or bad depending on how it's implemented. Look at me sell out. Lona, do you have any interest in sports games at all? No, I am not a sports game guy. I can't do it. I just cannot do it. Whether it's you know, soccer, football, cars, like I just don't care. I don't, I just do not care about those games. <clears throat> games these days people will get finished with the character creator uh, and the time trial will be up oh yeah for sure for sure <laughs> there's a Microsoft there's a Master Chief display in the background yeah Master Chief's right there I'm, I'm, 
I'm, I'm keeping my candle for, for the Xbox boys, you know? I'm keeping a candle for them. If you're new and just tuning in, we're discussing the Sony PS Plus news. They are talking about putting ads in games. Curious what you think about that. Uh, doing the same thing Microsoft's considering doing, putting them into free games uh, as a way uh, to subsidize the, the free games. PlayStation creates new game preservation team. Is what is this about? Like old games, like uh, emulators or whatever? Are they going to start to get into the emulation? Are they going to get into the emulation crowd like we talked about before? Just sounds like an ad to buy PS Plus. I don't understand how this is an advertisement for PS Plus. I I don't know. I feel like you Xbox guys have got to spend some skill points in your. Just don't be so insecure. It's okay. Like, I like both platforms, bro. You're bathing the chief in the Nintendo and PlayStation colors. Yeah, yeah. And he's withstanding the tide. He'll be okay. He'll be okay. It seems like they're creating a division. What, for like, emulation? I said, I said months ago, you can make money off of emulation. You can monetize it. You know what I mean? Did they say where the ads will be placed? So, Robert, the report that I read, and I think this is where people might get annoyed by this, I think this is very similar to mobile games, because I said it the other day for Microsoft, I said there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, our game is free and it's got ads in it. They said that they're expected to launch by the end of the year, they'll appear in inconspicuous places within the game like billboards, players could also get rewards for watching advertisements and the ads would be sold through a private marketplace so exactly like what microsoft did and i said the other day i said this is actually well within the realm of free to play games there's nothing wrong with saying hey we've got some ways for the developer to make some money to subsidize their game to have some revenue coming in from advertisements then i said the difference will be if either of these companies puts the ads in games because it's on Game Pass or because it's on PlayStation Plus, that's not quite the same, okay? If a game company wants to negotiate ad placement with an ad company, that's their prerogative, and Microsoft and Sony are setting up avenues to do that, okay? That's not necessarily the same as Microsoft and Sony saying, hey, welcome to Game Pass, welcome to the Sony PlayStation Plus funnel, we're going to be hitting you in the face with ads in every game that you install, right? I'm going to buy it anyway. I just love how the PS Plus gets the darling treatment. How am I giving them darling treatment? Are you going to make an argument? Or are you just going to make stupid assertions all morning? Like, which 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 road do you want to take here with me? Like, have you been here before? Do you know how I operate? Make your case, make an argument, and I'll engage with it. But if you're just going to make a bunch of passive swipes, take your membership, take your viewership, and find somebody else to watch. I'm not here to be to be swiped at in a smarmy passive way be be a person of integrity be a person of courage and make your case i'm sitting here making my case make yours don't just take swipes at me yo what's good hex if gta starts allowing ads in their games it will not even need the money from sales of the game that's what i mean like 
there's a funnel there. There is 100% a funnel of money that could go towards the developers. Because if you think about the popularity of a free game and what that means, if you look at these mobile games, right? You download these mobile games, you spend $0, and they're hitting you in the face with an ad like every three seconds, okay? Imagine that on a console. Now, that can be incredibly disruptive and annoying, or it can be incredibly out of the way and not that big of a deal when we talked about this the other day with Microsoft I said dude I don't care at all if it's in the lobby if it's on a loading screen who cares about that but you start disrupting my day and you're like hey how you doing here's an advertisement for McDonald's and I'm like yo 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 I was about to do something get off my screen right now you know what I mean I don't have anything to criticize right now it all just sounds good and it's frustrating listen I know people think I'm a PlayStation fanboy. I, I, I grew up on, on Nintendo, then I went to PC, then I was all Xbox, now I have every system in my home. Like, And to be quite honest, if you look at what you get on Game Pass, and you look at what you're going to get on PS Plus, like the highest level, okay, they both offer different things. They do. And the game trial requirement, I really think, is good for the market. I, I, that's not me being a Sony fanboy. I'm literally being a gamer when I say that. If you've been around for my coverage, I talked about when my wife and I would do that on Microsoft. I said, where are the demos? Where are the trials? It was huge. My wife and I would try games all the time. We'd be looking for a new game. We'd go download trials and demos on the Xbox 360. We would try them out. We found Crimson Alliance that way, this great little dungeon crawler. There was this game where we played as like these little mech robots rolling around on the ground and you like leveled up and got stronger weapons. I'm like, where are the where are the trials? That's such a great way of selling your content. So this is me being consistent. I'm like, I, ju- I just asked for this months ago. I was like, this is so good. It's such a great way to get your product sold. And why were we talking about that? Because we were talking about the danger of a game releasing on game pass that's not a swipe at microsoft that's an actual measurable economic reality games sell their best during the first two weeks of their release and when you put your game during its release window on a subscription service where people can play it for free that is a danger for your game being sold because you're now giving people the option to not buy your game and trials is a healthier engagement they play your game and if they like it they buy it you're increasing the likelihood of a satisfied customer leaving you a nice review continuing to play continuing to log in all those metrics that matter to game companies are going to be healthier if your purchasing consumer base is made up of not in not in the majority but if a percentage of your consumer base is people that got to try your game it's brilliant now that doesn't mean that microsoft's game pass is a bad value to the consumer it's a great value to the consumer it's so much value they better be paying attention to netflix because when you give people too much value and your entrance cost is super low that does not last forever you have tons of reasons right now to do microsoft game pass it's probably the best value in gaming right now no no doubt in my mind to the consumer best value in gaming i sat here the other day and debated with the guy for an hour about how good game pass is and how much money somebody can save on game pass 
So that doesn't mean when I start praising PS Plus and the demos and the trials, I'm literally looking at the landscape and the economics of gaming and I'm weighing it out and I'm saying, okay, this actually looks really, really healthy and potentially very good for consumer, potentially very good for the developers. Really, really, honestly, good for everybody. Truly. And when your entire user base steals your service while claiming to love them. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't, we didn't cover that. Apparently you can, you can earn points and get Game Pass or something for free for a thousand years. I don't even know. I, I, the creature was telling me about it yesterday. Good consumer value is not equal to good for the industry, says Eugene. Willie says, my most anticipated game of the year is Starfield, and I'm so glad it's not just a demo on Game Pass. Yeah, you don't have to pay any money. You don't have to support the developers. I know. It's, that is great for you. There is no denying that's fantastic for you as the consumer. Because if that game is amazing, great. That's great for you. If that game absolutely blows chunks, that's great for you. You're, you're, you benefit no matter what in that equation, right? Here's my money for Game Pass. I get to play a brand new title. If it's amazing, that's great for me. It's just included in Game Pass. If it absolutely sucks, that's great for me. I, I, I didn't have to pay for it, right? I've, I've consistently defended the value of Game Pass. I've only given caution with respect to large titles or really any title being on Game Pass during their launch week. You could throw yourself on Game Pass a month later. That's probably the equation that's better for certain game sizes and certain dev sizes. Butter says, My only worry is that we have ads that will allow you to go to a site that can and then scam people. We see it all over the internet. Even YouTube does not vet their ads. So I'm worried that we are going to have QR codes or something that bring you to the site via maybe targeted ads or something. Really worried this might be the case. Well... I'm not going to sit here and act like something like that's not going to happen or isn't possible. I'm going to tell you why I think it's unlikely. These ads will be curated and selected by Sony and Microsoft. It's going to be a marketplace that they curate. So a developer can't just go like, oh, hey, I want to work with this NFT scammy crypto company and I want to slam their ads in my game and scam a bunch of kids playing Fortnite or whatever the frick. They can't do that. These are approved companies and advertisements and advertisers through a marketplace. So that's your protection. Sony's going to protect their consumer. So is Microsoft. They don't want you to feel like you can't trust them or their platform. Both Microsoft and Sony have a vested interest in not allowing that crap to happen because it would absolutely drive down consumer trust and hurt the value of their platform. I got scammed. I clicked on an ad. Xbox and let them do it or Sony let them do it. No, no, absolutely not. They did put focus on the word curated. Yeah, a pr- it's going to be a private marketplace. What they say here, let me read it again. Yeah, they would be sold through a private marketplace. And Microsoft used the same exact lingo. The idea that like, yeah, this is going to be something that we curate and we overlook and we oversee. We're not just going to let any old any old idiot advertise through our uh, through our games. I know I'd maybe have bought a few games just this past few months, or I could try a demo to feel confident I'd like them. Oh, like, I'm telling you, the the days of the demo are returning, and it's thanks to Sony. That's not me being a fanboy. I loved doing demos of Xbox arcade games on the Xbox 360. I think it's a great value to the consumer. Heavy Metal Mama on TikTok says, I hope Xbox doesn't start doing ads. Oh no, it's coming. It's happening. It's happening, Heavy Metal Mama. They've already said. They will be doing it in free games to start. 
any game that you download for free on your Xbox could, if they want, put ads in their games through a marketplace that, that, that Microsoft approves. It's coming. Ads in game in free game sounds fine, says Derek. I do think real ads in a full game could have limited coolness. Example, if the movie and game posters in The Last of Us had been real, that would have been pretty rad. Whatever was the reason they stopped the demos? I don't know, honestly. I don't know, Willie. It's possible It's possible it was leading to piracy because basically a lot of the times you were downloading the entire dadgum game and maybe people were figuring out how to reverse engineer access to the entire game somehow. I don't know. I, I, did, I was not aware of any of that happening. Um, I was not aware of any of that happening, but it, it certainly is possible. Certainly is possible that it was leading to problems with, with piracy or something, you know? If you guys are enjoying the show, do me a favor, smash the like button, subscribe if you want to talk in chat and chime into the conversation. Uh, YouTube might be having some problems because we're, we just had a huge dip. I don't, hopefully we're not having blips again. We had one blip yesterday, I think, where all of a sudden we, we had people having pro- trouble watching the stream. Good morning, Train. Good to see you over there on TikTok, my man. Thanks for watching. Product placement and stuff in games makes them feel more in the real world. Yeah, I don't have a problem with product placement at all. Like, if you're playing a game and there's like a Mercedes drives by or an Audi or there's movie posters or somebody's holding a certain brand of phone or something, that doesn't bother me. It can be a little cheesy, you know, but I will say Death Stranding got me to buy a monster or two. Didn't they replace all those cans, though? I thought they replaced them recently in an update. Reckless says, it was a, why bother to give them something for free when we can just charge for it? I'm not sure what you're, oh, with the demos, with the demos. But how do they not run reports on that? I'm sure demos led to sales. No, these weren't demo discs. I'm not talking about that. There was a section in the Xbox Arcade. There was a section right there in the marketplace. And you could literally go in, download a game, there was a set amount of time you could play, and at the end it said, do you want to buy the game? I, I bought numerous games doing that. Robert says they probably couldn't prove how many converts they were getting from the demo, and it's, pro- it's probably costly. How could you not run a report? How many users downloaded the demo? Okay. How many users in the days, weeks, or months that followed purchased the game? How is that not a report that you can run? I don't understand. Digital is different. Yeah, the digital the digital demos is what I'm talking about. What are your thoughts on PlayStation's uh, change in subscription? I, as far as I can tell, they're mimicking what Microsoft is doing because what Microsoft is doing is working. It's it's generating a user base. It's got tons of value. It it, it like it's. I think it's a winsome thing. I think it's good and. I think Sony's doing their own version of it. I, I, I don't see why they wouldn't, you know? Microsoft is proving that adopting a subscription model that mimics what we've seen with Hulu, Netflix, Disney+, and the like can be, you know, very successful. You can't cry about paying for PS Plus to have access to demos in comparison to the physical demo discs back in the day. You only got those if you subscribe to magazines. Yeah, if anybody's upset about demos being behind a paywall, I think that's just ludicrous. I think it's totally fine to say, "Hey, this is a value. This is a perk. This is something that we're this is something that we're giving to our user base if they, uh, you know, if they if they want." Oh, it looks like the coffee's getting here. Thank you, FedEx, for doing your job quite literally 
when did they say it was going to deliver let me let me check the calendar here a week and a half late after it was already a week late like if you try to do anything freight right now just whatever they tell you just know that it's just be like yeah, it's not true like I told my wife, I said, they say it's going to be here tomorrow. I will literally believe it when the boxes are in my home. I don't believe anything these freight companies say. I've not been told the truth once in a year and a half. I've not been told the truth a single time. It'll be here next week. Next week. Well, no, we had some problems. It'll be here this Friday. Friday. Yeah, we're having some problems. It'll be here next week. It's like, I will. don't even tell me when it'll be here. Just, just show up curse me out smack me in the face and then give me my product like i would that would be a more enjoyable inter- interchange of business than being lied to for three weeks in a row every time you've doesn't matter what company fedex jim bob's freight you know tim and tim's freight lnr freight train station freight freight for freight and freight 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 and sins. it doesn't matter every company just lied to me every time for a year and a half <laughs> And they ne- I never once was told the truth. Just tell me it'll be here when it'll be here. That you know, I'd rather I'd rather you just tell me that. We don't have a freaking clue what's going on, man. It'll be there when it gets there. We'll call you. Okay, great. Thank you for your honesty. The demo is behind a paywall, and on top of that, we get ads. I'm less on with that. No, let's be clear about something. Right now, fuzzy. The news is that. They are working on bringing advertisements to their free-to-play PlayStation games. As in, games that cost zero dollars, okay? Start a shipping service called Frick Freight. <laughs> Frickin' Freight. <laughs> That's right. For here at Frickin' Freight, we'll get your frickin' stuff to you. Alright, give us a frickin' call. Thanks. <laughs> 1-800-FRICKIN-FREIGHT. Anyway. Yeah, so demos are behind a paywall, but here's the thing, Fuzzy. We, we, we got to make sure we have a lot of clarity here, all right? They're looking at adding advertisements to totally free-to-play games. Totally free-to-play games. Games that are just free, zero dollars. You don't got to spend anything, right? Madam and Stinks already unloaded and packed it. Yeah, my wife and son already unloaded all the coffee. Wonderful. I have the greatest family ever. Um... So, and the demos, okay, the demos are a requirement for any game costing $35 or more, okay? So what Sony is basically saying is, listen, listen, if you're going to make a game for our platform and you're going to charge $35 or more, you need to make a two-hour trial that goes on PlayStation Plus Premium because we want people at that level to be able to try any game that lands at that price on our platform. Now, that's tough on the developers to a certain degree. That's extra bandwidth. That's extra time, right? Unless they come up with a really easy way, maybe Sony can do something. Maybe Sony can say, listen, you send us a ga- you send us the game, we put it through this shell program, and it creates a timer automatically. You don't have to do a whole lot of extra development. You know, it, it, they're going to get as far as they can, and then a timer is going to pop up and say, do you want to buy it, right? This is why we haven't seen the new God of War. They're slapping ads in it. Typical Sony. (laughs) Yeah, no. They're going to do the same thing Microsoft's doing. Both Microsoft and Sony are going to try and boil the frog in the water slowly, right? You know the old analogy. I use this all the time. If you boil water and throw a frog into it, it just jumps out immediately. It's too hot. It feels feels the heat as it's falling, and it immediately jumps out, right? And it probably gets burned, obviously. That'd be cruel. But 
This is for like cooking frogs, right? So, but if you put a frog in water and you slowly increase the temperature, you can slowly boil the frog and it doesn't jump out. So, this is something that we always say. If you do it slowly, then people don't really notice. And with respect to putting advertisements in games, they will start with free games only. Hey, game is free. Boom. It's got ads in it. Yep. And they have to use this marketplace and it helps support the developers and we approve all the ads and it's all curated. Great. Thumbs up. Six months later. Hey, now that you're used to that, we're going to start throwing ads in the free games through Game Pass. We're going to start throwing ads in the free games through PS Plus. Why? Well, people put up with it. There's money to be made. Let's go. Right. Typical Sony fanboy throwing frogs into hot water. That's right. Uh, so, so, I think, I think both companies are doing the same thing. They're doing the exact same thing. I'm not Team Sony. I'm not Team Microsoft. They're taking the exact same approach. They're like, listen, man, look how much money we can make from advertising. Why are we not doing this? At the very least, let's put it in free games and let these, let these devs make some money, make some scratch. We can, we can analyze the consumer feedback. We can analyze the consumer response see how much money we could make you know come up with some technology to do it in our in our in our game pass games right because if you download the game for free through game pass hey you like game pass don't you yeah so do we help subsidize it by watching this advertisement or this advertisement down in the corner ps plus could do the exact same thing they could say listen ps plus you know you get all this great benefit get all these free games if you download a game for free through ps plus it's going to have ads in it if you want the ads to go away buy the game you have games at the $30 and at the $40 point, and the $40 point devs would be fine. I'm not sure I care if there are ads in a game as long as it's in the pause menu, maybe. Ad placement in games is all about the level of disruption. That's fundamentally what it comes down to. What is the level of disruption? How much are you disrupting my experience? Are you are you creating an environment where... I feel like I can't play your game because I'm constantly getting smacked in the face with an announcement? Am I getting paused? Am I getting, hey, check out this other game? You know, like, is it obnoxious? Is it annoying? Is it very mere? Is it very, you know, to the side and not all that noticeable? That's the question, right? That's the question. Number of games under 35 equals zero. The PlayStation 5 version plus 10 plus ads plus sub plus crossplay free plus Jeff what else can we charge for well the ads are only going to be going in free games according to the to the report same thing with Microsoft you're drinking already yeah I'm not sure what he's saying I'm having a hard time tracking a Pepsi ad in the Witcher 4 would be so immersion breaking no matter where it is right no yeah th- that's the okay so that's the level of disruption isn't it Chris there's two ways disruption can happen let's dig a little bit deeper so we're going from the generic or the general to the specific. At what level can disruption happen? Well, at one level, they can literally pause your game or prevent you from doing something to be like, here's an advertisement. That's super disruptive, okay? Then there's another level of disruption that is just sort of subjective to the user. It's immersion-breaking to be playing some game, you know, and... It's really intense. It's a real intense moment. I will have my revenge because you killed my family. And then a loading screen comes up. 
Pepsi is here this year for the Summer Games event, and we want you to support our efforts. <laughs> You're just like, what the frick just happened? <laughs> It's like the whole moment is ruined, all right? The whole moment is ruined. So, yes, there are there's a level there's a level of disruption that would be like, "Man, what in the frick? I was totally in the moment, and now your loading screen is telling me about Pepsi or whatever cheeseburger or whatever." Imagine Trifinger butthole and then the ad for latex gloves. That's right. That's right. If that happens, I'm done with gaming boys as barrier. That would be horrible, says Dan Zatastic. I might as well be uh, disrupted playing Witcher 4 instead of seeing a Pepsi billboard roaming around. <laughs> I'm okay with running an ad on the boot up of the game, kind of like the trailers that run before a movie. Well, right. And like, what about loading screens, right? What about loading screens? So if you're just tuning in, we're discussing Sony PS Plus news. We want to know what you think. They're talking about doing forced demos on the developers. So if you sign up for the greatest, the highest level of Sony PS Plus, there will be demos of any game that launches on PlayStation. That's going to be forced on any game that's priced above $35. Uh, We're also talking about Sony putting ads in games. They're looking at doing the same thing that Microsoft's looking at doing, ads in only the free-to-play games at least at the start, okay? So we're talking about right now the level of immersion that would be acceptable, the level of disruption that would be acceptable with advertisements. One of the problems now is is that loading screens are vanishing. If you play on a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X, loading screens are not there anymore. I can fast travel instantaneously in Ghost of Tsushima. I was playing something the other day on my Xbox Series X, and the loading screen popped up with a tip, and then it was gone a second later. I was like, I didn't even get to see the tip. <laughs> Giggity. I didn't even get to see it. I didn't even get to see it. So if you put an ad there, I'm like, was, what was that an ad for? Was, was, that, an ad for, was that an ad for McDonald's? I don't, I don't know. It was up there too quickly. I'm getting glared at by Madam. What? What's the problem? I, I just saw the tip, or I didn't see the tip. I did. I messed this up real bad. That's not what I said. I said that I didn't see the tip. I didn't. I I I I don't. I I don't know, Mama. I don't know. I don't know what I. I'm gonna just start reading chat and keep on going forward. I'm okay with loading screens, says Driz. Also, they might put ads in the online microtransaction store in the game. Um. PS5 for 18 months now, and the Elden Ring screens, uh, the Elden Ring loading screens annoy me. Yeah, because we have to play the PS4 version because they still haven't optimized it to not do all the, the frame skipping on those uh, on those platforms on the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Use fast travel. Brought to you by Uber. You see me in the camera? Yeah, yeah. We're ordering a new cable for the for the iPhone where I'll be able to plug my microphone into it and have an HDMI cable to go to my monitor. Now, if that works without any problems, there's another adapter. There's another adapter that does USB for the microphone. It does HDMI for my monitor, and it has an Ethernet port. But we're so close to the Wi-Fi, and it's so fast. I don't think we've had any issues with quality. I don't think we need the Ethernet port. How much of the tip? How much of it is the tip? Bruh, these are important considerations. (laughs) 
listen let's hit 200 likes on youtube on the youtube video we're having a great day thanks everybody for being here smash that like button it does help out the video if you like what i'm doing here today i am safe for work we do a video game talk show like this monday through friday if i'm not in your recommended feed make sure and check your subscription feed and my channel i go live every day monday through friday two talk shows a day usually with some gameplay as well and youtube made some adjustments so we weren't showing up we're starting to see it trend in the right direction we're starting to show up again uh, in search results and we're starting to show up again in people's recommended but if you ever don't see me make sure you check those places we are here monday through friday putting on a great talk show and i am safe for work so you can subscribe in confidence and enables you to talk in chat you don't got to worry about the kind of language i'm going to use if you want to support the channel directly subscribing is free like button is free the shirt i'm wearing is from the music collection over 80s tees you can get 30 percent off if you use my code you can become a member for five bucks a month if we hit 300 if we hit 500 members 500 members in april my wife has to play elden ring you're running out of time and we do do members only content on thursday afternoons and friday night it's extra content and uh, we appreciate you being here yeah coffee orders yeah i know i saw your picture first coffee order of the day has not come through yet check out our coffee listen if you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity you should try our coffee seriously if you're a coffee drinker and you have never had coffee with balanced acidity try our coffee we have a light roast and a dark roast it's the same base flavor so buy according to your preference um if you have easy attic or basement access running ethernet through the house is a game changer or even ethernet over your electrical no 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 it's an ethernet port for your iphone it's like literally an adapter to the iphone with an ethernet port on it like all my my routers and everything are right over here they're like feet from me and I use a mesh system throughout the house for the Wi-Fi. I get full Wi-Fi speed and connection at the back of my yard. Like backyard in our garden, I get full I get full bars. The, the mesh system, the Orbi system I use is fantastic. I don't think we need the Ethernet port, but... Uh, almost through my first bag of light roast, says Dylan. Definitely recommend it to anyone looking for some coffee. Thank you, Dylan, for recommending the coffee. Safe for work, but just the tip, says Denver Miller on TikTok. Thank you, uh, thank you, Denver... <laughs> Must watch this ad to load the next level, says Grizzly Johnson on TikTok. Yeah, that would be problematic. That would be super disruptive. I have a mesh, and I'm about to do uh, POE. Talk about the Johnny Depp trial and Reforge radio. The details are so absurdly insane. We already talked about it a couple days ago. I'll do it once it's all said and done. We'll go back one time. It's really triggering for me to talk about that case. It's actually very, very frustrating and angry. It hits very close to home. I don't feel like running Ethernet to certain rooms. Got it. Yo, what's good, Zubair? Um, we did too much call to action. We just we can't you can't do that on YouTube. You do too much call to action and like how to spend money and, and people people bail very quickly. They just want the show, they just want the content. So let's get back to the subject here. Sichuan says, I don't like having to pay or see the value in paying to play online. So they need to provide something good to get my money, especially after being on PC the last couple of years. What is this mesh system you speak of? Orbi, O-R-B-I. It is essentially something you plug into your 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 internet, and it's Wi-Fi for the house. And then it you put other you put other. It's like a little thing. You put one down here, and then I got two upstairs in my home. They're basically satellites that receive and then boost the Wi-Fi. So instead of my Wi-Fi sitting in the basement, 
it's everywhere in my home to the point that it's so good. Like I said, I go in my backyard to my garden and I have full bars full speed when I run a speed test. Remember running like 50 feet of Ethernet all over the apartment? Yes. Yes, we had Ethernet cables running everywhere. (laughs) Oh, man. Do you think uh, to work like mobile after download, turn off Wi-Fi and no ads? I mean, I could definitely see them saying like, no, the ads will be baked into the game, I would imagine. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you'd be able to turn it off. If you turn off Wi-Fi, you don't get ads. I don't think so. A lot of these games are going to require you to periodically update, I would imagine. You know, turn on the internet, and it'll download a, a fresh a fresh batch of ads. You know what I mean? What's stream 2 today? Uh, there's an Elden Ring patch fixing Melania. We're going to cover it. We didn't have any plans to cover it, but we're going to cover it, and then we're going to play some more Elden Ring. Our, uh, our No Summons playthrough. We weren't going to do two talk shows today, but they, they pushed out a hotfix, so we're going to make sure and cover it. Um, our wiring in that apartment looked like Fallout 4 settlement. Um, my son has something that you plug into the wall, but then he has to run a cable to his PC. It's freaking annoying. Yeah, mesh systems are wonderful. It's still, it's still not going to be as good as Ethernet, but it's so great for your phones and, and, and devices that need to be on Wi-Fi. Um, weird flex on the internet, Lono. I'm in the Midwest and my max speed's 2 gig. I don't know what, that's not a weird flex. I don't get the greatest speeds where I am. I get like 1 gig on cable and I don't even get that on AT&T. Um, has anyone messed with using the electrical outlets for Ethernet? I heard about that, but I've never done it. You mean they pushed out a drop pod? <laughs> we still don't have 200 likes on the video. Come on, guys. Let's hit that milestone. 11 more. We gotta push. We gotta push, push, push. Keep that momentum going. Curious what their timeline is for first-party games hitting the service after release. Well, the article and report I read on it, Eugene, says that for Sony PS Plus Premium, they have to add the two-hour demo for any game releasing at $35 or higher, but they have a three-month window to do it. And then it only has to be available as a demo for a year, which I would imagine... It's going to help with sales. I don't know why you would ever take a two-hour demo away. I, I, you know what I mean? I, don't, I, I can't see it not being good for the people that play it. Hey, first coffee order of the day. Thank you so much. A dark roast for Chris. Thank you, Chris. First coffee order of the day. We love to get at least two orders because then we get to print two labels. The lab- We throw labels away because the printer doesn't like it when you put a label back in without a label. It, just, just order some coffee, folks. <laughs> Mixed on the electric cable throughout. It's super finicky, says NBC. Uh, let's see. What are y'all saying about the current subject? Let's look. Like God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn sold strong for so long. Right. You get bit by a zombie in Days Gone and an ad for J&J Band-Aids pops up. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I meant their first-party games. After they've been out, I wonder how long before they hit the subservice for free. Oh, I see what you're saying. I can't see them doing that very quickly, Eugene. I really, really can't. I can't see them doing that very quickly. Because, and, and, the reason, and the reason is... The reason is... Their games just so... So consistent... They just sell so consistently well. Look at Miles Morales as an example. It's like, you never want to put that game for free anywhere. (laughs) Never. (laughs) 
I could see them saying, hey, that game's demo is coming off of PlayStation Premium because we're literally giving the game away for free. It's been 13 or 14 months or whatever, and now it's just a part of the PS Plus funnel. But prior to that, I can't see it, man. The ga- Their games just continue to sell so incredibly well. It's bonkers. It doesn't even make any sense. Every time we put those reports in the Discord, I'm like, I, I can't make sense of this. I, I-, I genuinely cannot make sense of why this is continuing to sell to the degree that it's selling. It seems insane to me. After they end up on the Greatest Hits label, it took them four years to get God of War on PC for Get coming out for free on PSN. Well, that's not a fair measurement, Saxboy. They suddenly decided to start putting games on PC. I think the window for coming to PC is not going to be four years. Like, you typing that sentence, I think even you know, you're smart enough to know, you've been here before, that's not the normative window of time for bringing something to PC, like, we were just too dumb, we couldn't figure it out, like, it wasn't in their business purview until very recently, $2 from NBC says, any news on the PC support by PlayStation, what do you mean by PC support, like, bringing games to PC? They've not said anything specifically, but they basically have said they have a vested interest in bringing games to PC. They have the PlayStation Studios uh, storefront in Steam. I think the window is 18 months. I think a game hits. I think a game hits the Sony Sony platform, and I think a year and a half later, it hits PC. I think it's 18 months. Eugene thinks it's closer to 24 months. I think it's 18. There's no reason to really debate that. We're basically saying the same thing. We're just using a slightly different timeline. The timeline is built on the same premise and the premise is they're going to maximize sales on their platforms and push consoles first before they kick something over to PC I know I'm just salty Sony doesn't bring games to PC faster oh you better believe it you better believe it I want to see so many games come to PC I want to play Ghost of Tsushima on my PC dead gummit why just because I just want to it, you know, it runs fine on my PS5, but I, I don't. I just want to, you know. Miles and Returnal are going to be on the service on launch. Mi- excuse me, middle tier. Sony is currently hiring a PC planning and strategy senior director. It's going to speed up, says Paul. Yeah, so it looks like they're making efforts. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about Sony PS Plus news putting ads in games, forcing companies to make demos for the PS premium level, and now we're talking about when do we think Sony games land on PC? What's the window of time? What do you think? Let us know what you think in the chat. We didn't run a poll today. I don't always like running a poll because it is so disruptive. Sometimes I think of a a better poll question about halfway through the stream anyway. I haven't really thought of one just yet because we have so many topics and plates spinning. If you want to chime in in the chat, just hit subscribe. It enables you to talk in my chat and I'd love to hear from you. We cover a variety of gaming news topics here and I am safe for work. Monday through Friday we're putting on a game uh, a video game talk show like this covering all kinds of topics. Make sure and check your subscription feed as well as well as your uh, my channel if you don't see me live and okay yeah we're we're, uh, we're 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 seemingly back in the good graces of YouTube so happy to meet some new people today hopefully you're enjoying the show if you're new and never been here before geek to sneak says 18 to 24 months works for me it's a bit of a bummer if you're chomping at the bit for like the next game right like if you're chomping at the bit for the next 
God of War because you played God of War on PC. I could see that being like an eternity. Like, my gosh, this is going to take for dadgum ever, you know, but it says here they want to build and grow global commercial PC partner opportunities, Telco. Uh, so there, yeah, PSN plus pass with PC versions of games would be a big winner. Oh, yes. At the very least, get people in your subscription funnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know, though. I just don't know. You do PSN Plus, and then you get the PC version? Is that what you're saying, Paul? Have you found out any news about the shortage of chips? It's not looking any better. It just it isn't. It's supposedly continuing into summer of next year. That was the last report I read said the chip shortages are going to continue into the summer of next year. Good morning, Sean. Good to see you on TikTok. Pretty slow gamer. It takes me about five to six months to beat a game. So I'm okay with a buffered rollout, says Lewis. Yeah, I mean, playing Fortnite with you, it's not surprising it takes you a while to get anything done. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We had fun. We had fun. He's, He's a good dude. Lewis is a good dude. (laughs) <laughs> I reminisced about him getting a chin shot first time he ever came here. He's a good man. Good man for sticking around and becoming a member and joining in and playing. Zubair says, wow. Zubair, I clipped the two times you got roasted yesterday in that game. I had to. I had to clip it. It was, it was, it was, it was too good. Shots have been fired. <laughs> they had something in that top tier for PlayStation Plus NBC. What are you referring to? That's cold-blooded. <laughs> Charlie, you're cold. You're cold as ice. As a Sony pony, what difference is there between a PS5 game and the PC port? Surely as they built it on a PS5 dev kit, wouldn't it run kind of sloppy on PC? No, that's not necessarily true. Uh-uh. The God of War PC port is a great example of you getting a little bit more freedom. Um, there Was was there an FOV slider? I don't want to say there was an FOV slider. I don't want to misspeak. I thought there was an FOV slider. Uh, you know, a higher level of graphical fidelity, likely some more consistency with frame rate. You know, your system's a little bit stronger. I think Days Gone arguably ran better on the PC than it did on the PS5 with respect to um, the open world and the frame rates and consistency. I, the Days Gone port was rock solid. It was a dadgum anvil. It was so stable. I loved playing that game. It just felt good to play that game on PC felt really good to play it on PC. And God of War ran beautifully. Just ran absolutely beautifully. No FOV slider. There was a mod for more FOV. Oh, that's right. True PS5 to PC ports could be a little less polished depending on utilizing the propriety hardware. Right, your load times might not be as good. That's for sure. That's for sure. Depending on your SSD and how you have your system built. Yeah, there was no FOV slider. That's right. I'm remembering seeing the mod videos that those guys put out. Didn't they make? Re- didn't they remake the scenes of God of War for Ultra Wide? Yeah, they did. They added Ultra Wide support, did they not? Mass majorities of PCs are behind the data streaming capabilities. Games should always play better on high-end PCs than a PS5, unless the code is crap. Yeah, so like I said, some of it is not the difference in performance. It just feels cool to play a game like that on PC. I'll be honest. For me, it's a novelty thing. And, I'll, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be straight up with you. I will buy the absolute most expensive version of Ghost of Tsushima when it comes to PC. I will. Why? Because that that game's in the top for me. It's in the top. It's in the top five. It's one of the greatest games I've ever played. And 
I would want to support the devs. I'd want Sucker Punch to see that they need to invest in the future of the franchise. And and if it got great support on PC, I think that would send a loud and clear message that they don't just have a good game, they have a good franchise. They have something worthy of investment. And yo, what's good, Meech? So yeah, some of it's novelty. Some of it's wanting to support games that I think are phenomenal. You know, I would do the same for... Honestly, this isn't me being a Sony fanboy. I would do that for any game that I really, really love. Like Hellblade, I did that with Hellblade. I own Hellblade in multiple places, right? That has nothing to do with Microsoft or Sony. Hellblade 2, I will I will do everything I can to support that game when it comes out, especially if it's as good as I'm hoping, you know? And I, I like to support really, really good games, and unfortunately, right now, many of the newer games that I've played that I've really enjoyed, they have happened to land on Sony. Now, that doesn't happen. That doesn't have anything to do with Sony. That's happenstance, right? That's happenstance. Like, I didn't dictate that. I didn't, I didn't decide that. I wasn't like, well, I'm only going to play Sony games. That's just what's available right now. That's just what has come out. Hellblade 2 is going to come out and, and, and likely... Uh, and likely change things. I'm going to play Hellblade 2 and be like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm so glad I have my Xbox Series X. You know, Starfield could really, really change my tune. I could be like, this is one of, this is one of the greatest RPGs I've ever played. You know, one of the greatest sci-fi RPGs I've ever played. You can stream, stream PlayStation games on PC with a top-tier subscription, but the, streamable ga- the streamable games are limited. Yeah, but see, that's not getting a performance boost or anything. And that, that that that's just that's just cloud-based gaming. That's not suddenly tapping into the power of your PC. You know what I mean? Like a port does. So for all the PlayStation games have felt great. Oh, so far all the PlayStation games have felt great. Mouse and keyboard says Snoop. I can't wait for Hellblade Two. I mean, this shows you it's not necessarily like fanboyism. How many people are playing these PlayStation games on PC and talking about how amazing they are? You know, look at God of War on on Steam as an example. Is, is that is that just a bunch of Sony fanboys buying it a second time? I have my doubts. Like I have my ser- I, I seriously have my doubts. Let's see where it's landing. Overwhelmingly positive, thirty two thousand reviews. Right? Like, come on, man. The, the PC audience is even saying this. This game is excellent. This game is excellent. It has it, it has it has so little to do with platform loyalty I gotta play Hellblade oh my gosh Hellblade's such a phenomenal game make sure you play with headphones if you guys are just tuning in we've been discussing Sony PS Plus news placing ads in games forcing companies to make demos you know somebody Dan says do a poll is PS Plus a cash grab or is it pay to win <laughs> yeah, just pick two internet dirty words, Dan. That's right. I can't lie. Horizon Zero Dawn was one of my favorites as NPC. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn on PC. Now, Horizon Zero Dawn didn't fare as well on the reviews because the port was really bad for a while. It was rough for at least, I think, at least a month. And even then, it took a while for them to really polish it. Uh, slow down a little, switch to pudding for a while. Oh, cut my tongue on a lollipop. <laughs> slow down. <laughs> what do you mean, Zubair? They're, they're not catching it. Seamus says, demos are great. I love that they're making that part of the deal. Dylan says, I always loved game demos back in the early 2000s. Never understood why they went away. I was saying that earlier. Earlier, Yo, what's good, Agent Atwood? I was saying that earlier. I downloaded demos all the time on the Xbox, and I bought so many of them. 
especially if they were co-op games because there are co-op games yo what's good always snack and haven't seen you in a while there are co-op games that are not good as a co-op game they're better as a single player game some of the newest Donkey Kong Country games were like that there was at least two Mo says I still think it's BS you're gonna have to be more specific Mo just anything Sony related or is there something specific in today's news rundown what's good Mo Uh, PS Plus lets you use PSN now on PC, but it's streaming the games only, says Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the demo disc we would get in magazines? Yeah, we were talking about that a little bit bit ago, getting an actual demo disc. Yeah. The demo? Why is the demo BSmo? I I don't understand. What's, what's, What's the problem with doing demos? It's dumb? Yeah, we've established that you think it's BS. So saying it's dumb isn't isn't necessarily new. Why? Tell me why you think it's dumb. Loyalty has its limits, says Derek. I was Nintendo only, uh, minus a hot, sexy Dreamcast affair, for three decades. Then one day, I had enough of their crap, switched to PlayStation, and I haven't looked back. Why pay should be free? Why pay for a demo? It should be free. Let me read the press briefing, Okay. This might this might put some meat on the bones for you, okay? <clears throat> Sony has begun communicating with developers about its plans for timed game trials for PlayStation Plus Premium subcri- subscribers. According to sources speaking to game developer, developers working on games that have a retail cost of $35 or higher are now required to create time-limited trials for their games. The good news is, this is not retroactive. The less than great news is, if you're a developer planning to release on PlayStation Store in the future, you now need to budget time and resources to create these new time trials. So the the devs, I know you just got here, that's why I'm reading this to you. So the devs are being forced to do this, okay? Why? As a consumer value to people that do the highest level subscription. It's not something that should be free. Demos and trials shouldn't be free in this regard. They shouldn't be. It's, hey, the devs did something extra to motivate your purchase. Well, you gotta be on a subscription fee to get it. You can't just get this for free. You pay for an online subscription fee that includes free demos. You aren't paying for demos. You didn't pay for demo discs back in the day. You paid for a magazine subscription. Right, exactly. I want more local co-op games for PlayStation and Xbox. Nintendo has mastered it. Now it's PlayStation and Xbox's turn. Too many are online-only co-op. Give me both online. Yeah, you know why that's not going to happen, Atwood? Because a lot of these games are pushing the graphical fidelity up because of how strong the systems are. And when you do that, you can't do local co-op because then the game has to basically... It has to... It has to... Basically, it has to render everything twice, Right? It has it has to render uh, everything twice. I can see a lot of people buying the subscription when the God of War demo is out. Yo, what's good, Captain Toasty Buns? Yo, they shouldn't be forced to do it either. No, I actually think this is. See, this is what's so interesting. Is how do you not see this as a value to the consumer, Mo? So Sony says, look. If you're going to come into our marketplace and sell something at a $35 price point or higher, 
Our premium customers need to be able to try it out before they buy it. Our top tier customers need to be able to try your game before they buy it. What do you think that does to the quality of games sold at that price point? It likely means they have to make a game that is good enough to convince people to buy it if they try it for two hours. Right? Instead of just saying, yeah, you know, we're just going to make demos free and you flood the market with just a bunch of free demos. Every game out there saying, hey, come play our game for two hours. Hey, come play our game for two hours. Diluting it and muddying the waters. No, it's like, uh uh-uh. If you're going to sell a 35 or higher, our premium customers are going to be able to try your game out for free. The demos require devs to put out polished products. Exactly. Second show is in holding related articles in gaming topics. Got it. Thank you, Creature. Mm-mm. Elden Ring, Melania patched. Oh, that looks so good. That looks so, so good. All right. We got our second show. Will Rust be in PlayStation Plus anytime soon? Why wouldn't you make the demo available to all possible customers? I just... I wonder. (laughs) Because Sony wants you to get on their, their funnel of membership. You know what I mean? It's costing... Creating the demo and hosting it on the store costs money. Right. You've got an extra download, taking up server space, taking up bandwidth to be downloaded... The devs have to upload. It has to go through certification. They have to make sure that it's working properly. I don't know. Like, it's the same as Microsoft being like, hey, we have all these games that are free, and but they're only free when you're on the subscription service. They're building a perk. They're building a funnel of value to, to coax you onto their subscription service. Free demos is, is, is another thing in that vein. Hey, man, we got free demos. Yeah, we got free trials of all these really great games that have been coming out. You can try them before you buy them. You got to be on our highest subscription tunnel funnel for that. You can call me entitled, but no devs should not be forced to make you a demo. Well, that would be the opposite of entitled. You're basically saying that the devs shouldn't be forced to. Entitled would be you saying that you're entitled to the demo. That would be entitled. I don't think you're entitled, Mo. I think you're. I think you're being persnickety versus Sony. Like, if Microsoft did this, you would say, this is just another great value for Game Pass. This is great for all Game Pass users. They now get to try games for free, and then they can buy it if they like it. Right? You're not convinced in the PS model? I'm not trying to convince you in the PS model. I'm simply saying that the, the games that are going to be at that price on Sony's storefront, them saying our premium highest level tier customers need to be able to try your game for free if it's at that price point. That's them basically saying our highest level of customer is going to get the best possible treatment and the best possible value. They want to sell subscriptions, but they don't want it enough to put first party games on there at release. Mm, false dichotomy. Yeah. They can want your subscriptions. Hang on, hang on. Is that a false dichotomy? Let me reread that. It feels like a false dichotomy. So they want to sell subscriptions, but they don't want it enough to put first-party games on there at release. There's something logically broken there. I can't figure out what it was. The problem is, Zubair, with what you're saying is, 
them wanting subscriptions doesn't necessitate them also then wanting to put first parties on there at release. Why? Because you can you you can corrupt the aims. There's other business aims that they have, and and the virtuous cycle that they have by selling their games at full price that allows them to reinvest in the developers and allow game companies like Gorilla and Insomniac to grow in size because of that virtuous cycle it would be disrupted because oh we want so badly to get subscriptions that we ended up giving away really really great games and lost a ton of revenue we now don't have that revenue to reinvest in the in the in the developers which means the virtuous cycle has been broken you can say they value the game sale more or they value both but for different reasons I don't think they value the game sale more than subscriptions. I don't think they're pitted against each other. I think they are different. They're valued in different ways. Like, do you see what I'm saying? They Maybe you can say it that way. Maybe you can say they value the game sale more because they're even using their subscription service to potentially increase the sales of the game by giving you that free trial. Even the subscription service is subservient to the sale of their main games, of their big games. Like, hey, we want game sales. That's what we want. Even our subscription service is subservient to that philosophy. We want games to move. That's where the money is. Right? Sales and subs are pitted against one another. How? Big Mad Mo says, I don't want any old games. I don't want a two-hour demo, and I don't think the value that the service gives is is worth me giving them money for. That's why they aren't putting their A-list games on the sub. I don't think the sales and the subs are pitted against each other. I actually think they're creating a better harmony. Think about Think about how harmonious this sounds. If you get on our subscription service... All full-price games that release on our platform have to give you a two-hour demo within three months of the launch of the game. So you are protected as a consumer to know what you're buying at full price because they must give you a demo, right? And then what that does is the good games are rewarded with purchases. Man, I like this game. That was really fun. Here's my money. And you buy the game. That supports the developer while also protecting the consumer from buying crap. How is that bad? That's way more harmonious than being like, um, here's a bunch of full price games. Uh, and then here are games that we decide to put on Game Pass. I'm telling you, keep in mind, I think as time goes on, you will see less and less big name titles, big AAA titles, releasing on Game Pass during their launches because it's not good for their bottom line. Ergo, you're not going to be getting that value you've been getting up to now. They're going to slowly trickle down the presence of AAA games because they're not interested. Microsoft is willing to sacrifice its developers for value to the consumer. Sony is protecting the developers while giving a different value to the consumer. I just see it being way more harmonious. What's Sony doing with it again? Can you please give you a summary? A summary about what, Atwood? I mean, Miles and Returnal are very much a list, and they're launching on this service. Yeah, that's the difference. They're willing to put their games on the service. They're just not willing to do it when the game is at its most profitable status. 
You know what I'm saying? If Spider-Man 2 is a PS Plus only an unrealistic extreme, you sell a lot more subs at the cost of the individual sales. And how... Oh my gosh, that's such a great way of looking at it, Zubair, and I don't even know if this is what you intended, but think about it. If Spider-Man 2 was on PS Plus, it what, what does it do? It drives subs to Sony instead of sales to Insomniac. And Sony is saying, no, we are not going to do that we are not going to prize our subscription and our subscription funnel at the loss of revenue to the developers that's that's the way to look at this they 100% could do what Microsoft is doing and say we prize our subscription funnel above all else to the point that we're going to put our biggest and best titles on PS Plus That's all that matters to us. They're not doing that. They're doing it later. They're saying, listen, no, these games are at their most profitable in their earliest stages. Sometimes for the entire first year of our game's releases, they just continue to sell. You also have to consider the relationship that this has with the PS5 and and distribution and chipset shortages. Like, they're not able to get PS5s out. And every time they get PS5s out, there's a huge surge of sales for games like Forbidden West and games like Miles, and games like Death Stranding. They see a huge surge of sales once the PS5s get out there. So while they're trying to get more PS5s in circulation, this subscription service would be murdering them because people could be able to just play the game for free and have no reason to ever buy it. So they say, no, 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 no. Our first-party titles will land on this subscription service a year to 18 months later. We are not doing that right away. It's not a good idea. That doesn't mean Microsoft is bad for what they're doing. It's a very different approach. The developers get money. I don't understand why you keep keep saying that. No, they don't get money if it's negotiated with the publishers. You think that all the money that Square Enix got from the Game Pass deal went directly to People Can Fly? Then why didn't People Can Fly get their royalty check when they were they, they should have been expecting it? Because they didn't make enough sales. There is a direct correlation between sales and what the developers get. This is why Sony doesn't want to disrupt that ecosystem because they see it as being detrimental to what they do. And what they do is reinvest in those companies so they can grow. Sony's doing something completely different. I'm sorry, Microsoft is doing something completely different. Does that make Microsoft wrong? No, it's a different approach. They get pennies per user compared to a sale. Yeah, it's not even remotely the same. It's a lump sum versus... Like, okay, have you ever watched Shark Tank? If you've never watched Shark Tank, someone will walk out and say, we have this universal remote. It can be pointed at any device and it will control it after holding down a button. It's the most agile, most versatile universal remote ever. It's called the One Remote, okay? And then what happens is, is Mark Cuban will say, okay, I'm going to give you $250,000 for a 10% stake in your company and I want a percentage of all sales until I make my money back. And Mr. Wonderful will say, I'll do the same thing, but I don't, I don't, I'm not really confident in your build. I want more stake in the company, and I want ongoing royalties even after I've made my money back. Okay? And a lot of times what people do is they say, man, it's great to get that lump sum, but if you're going to start eating away at what I make on every sale, that's not good for me. That's going to really, really hurt my margins, right? The lump sum money can seem really, really great, but if the lump sum money is at a loss of sales, it's bad business. 
It can be. It's not always bad business. For indie developers, it's fantastic. Microsoft has been a champion of indie developers. I actually really like that about Microsoft. ID at Xbox. I got to interview them in E3. I love what they're doing for indie titles. I love what they've done for the distribution of indie games. It's been wonderful. Okay? Outside of Steam, there hasn't been a big push for indies until Microsoft started doing it. So they deserve... They deserve praise for it so they get this lump sum the the, the the publishers the developer get a lump sum and if that lump sum is lower than what they would have made just off of sales it's a bad deal it's a bad deal and there's no way to know unless your sales projections and forecasts are really locked in and really really good and really predictable then you know we might as well just take this money from Microsoft because we're not going to have that many sales to begin with Game Pass helps indies but not AAA games that's the point that we're making I am not bashing Game Pass I'm not bashing Microsoft there is a distinct difference in these approaches one is protecting the most profitable window for a game and the other is not it's not protecting that really really profitable window because Square Enix screws their devs that's why they didn't get their check Right, and and you think Microsoft empowering publishers to do that is good for developers, Mo? It's not about blaming Microsoft. It's about an ecosystem that is only good for certain developers and certain company sizes. The minute you're at a much greater size and the minute your potential forecasted sales are significantly higher, it's incredibly stupid to put your game on a free on a free on a subscription funnel. There's a distinct difference in the quality of the games the two platforms offer. With respect to first-party titles, until we see Hellblade 2 and until we see Starfield, uh, yeah. You have to create value for the top-tier subscriber, and Game Trials is a great way to create that value. Right, and it does not threaten the game developers. It doesn't. Zubair says, I'm saying in your highest value in game sales, why would you not maximize game sales with widely available demos? Some guy without PS Plus may have bought after a demo. I completely see the logic there, Zubair. I do. I do. However, however, so many of the consumers on their funnel are going to see this as just such an an easy upsell. It's such an easy upsell. There will be so many people on a level of PS Plus, and when they see that free demo of God of War Ragnarok, when they see that free demo of whatever game that comes out, Spider-Man 2, it's going to be really easy to say, I don't know, man. It's only a little bit more money. It's a really, really great upsell incentivization. It's just business 101, right? You get everybody on the lower tier and then they're seeing like, I can upgrade for this much money and I'm going to get free demos of all these dadgum games. Not just the big ones like God of War and Spider-Man. Any game priced over $35. The only time you heard of the problem with Game Pass is with Outriders, the outlier. And then Eugene says, Mo, less AAA games are launching day one this year than last. And that will continue to happen. I think Outriders is a cautionary tale. I think that AAA... Listen, this is basic video game economics. This isn't me bashing Microsoft. This is basic 
video game economics measured over the years discussed up one side and down the other by industry analysts making your game free during the launch week on Microsoft subscription funnel benefits Microsoft it doesn't benefit you if there's no incentive to purchase now it might benefit you if you have a really really good microtransaction like funnel so you're almost like a quasi Fortnite you get a lump sum from Microsoft and you get a ton of people playing your game and then they might spend money in the micro store maybe there might be instances where a AAA title could really benefit from it but they're going to have to have an amazing microtransaction funnel that is converting easily ration with five months of membership choo choo can we get a train going thank you thank you thank you appreciate that anybody watching on tiktok thanks for smashing the likes over there and enjoying the show over there as well and thank you for renewing your membership ration if you guys are enjoying the show here on youtube smash the like button or subscribe i'll be in your your subscription feed all week doing live talk shows like this i am safe for work a lot of people treat me like a podcast so thanks for being here so it's their contract which can be changed with negotiation yeah, we're getting stuck down into the minutia of, of specific examples, Mo, which I just don't think is helpful. I deal, I'm dealing big picture predictions, and my big picture predictions are already coming true this year. You are going to see less big AAA titles want to be free on a, on a subscription service, and that being free benefits Microsoft. Okay? Choo Choo, Super Chat, didn't realize. Thank you for 11 months, Insanity. Talking to Massey, not you. Right, but still, the principle applies. Like, they they could adjust their contracts. They could negotiate for better contracts with Microsoft or whatever. Yo, Poopsack coming in with eight months, and it's a Tier 2 membership. Last, uh, let's throw more more frogs in water, Choo Choo. Thank you very much. If you guys have never become a member on YouTube, it's five bucks a month. You can click the join button in the description. There's a member, there's a member link, or you can type exclamation point join in the chat. It gets you a badge next to your name, emotes, and access to my extra members only content on Thursday afternoons and Friday nights. Once a month on Friday night, we do community game night. We just did one this last weekend. It was a blast. We played Fortnite. Even people that aren't big on Fortnite came in and were having fun. How many was it last year? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Everything we know about the profitability of a game during its first launch month tells me that less and less games are going to want to be used to promote Game Pass. These companies have their own purposes and have their own marketing and have their own aims and goals. And it's not always, let's help Microsoft sell Game Pass subscriptions. Because that's exactly what Microsoft is doing. And I'm not bashing them for it. It's actually really, really smart. Hey, We'll cut you a check, and we'll plaster your name, logo, and demos. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, not demos, uh, trailers. We'll plaster your your trailers and your banner and your logo everywhere. Why? Because it's going to get people to join Game Pass. You're going to get used by Microsoft to help Microsoft sell Microsoft products and subscriptions. What's that do for you? It sounds really great on the surface, but I don't think it's always the right call. Can you make that clear to the audience, please? PlayStation games are not rotating and leaving the service like Game Pass. That's what seems to be confusing people. Do we have that concretely claimed somewhere by Sony that once something is on Game, uh, once something is on PS Plus, it never leaves? Is that is that been a is that been a concrete hard claim by them? 
The Epic Game Store buys exclusive rights for a set time. Yeah, yeah, because they have to. It's the only way to compete with Steam. Steam, ha- Steam has non-compete clauses with all games sold in their marketplace. Steam basically says, if you're going to be on sale anywhere else, you have to be on sale in Steam. So if you throw your game in the Epic Store and you want people to buy it on the Epic Store or Epic wants to be competitive and they're like, hey, listen, we'll cut you a check and we want your game to be on sale for $10 on Epic, it has to be $10 everywhere on Steam as well. The PS Plus collection hasn't changed. Permanent until you cancel? Yeah, but I mean, that would be like saying Netflix's library is never going to change, and then you saying, well, yeah, never going to change until you cancel. Well, of course, yes. If you cancel the subscription, you lose access to all the games. That's that's not an indictment of a subscription service. That's how a subscription service works. The PS Plus gets you the demos and the free monthly games. As long as you have PS Plus, you will always be able to play uh, a part of the PS Monthly free game. If I was a Microsoft developer, says Corey, I would absolutely renegotiate my contract because of Game Pass. Because Sony Games sell, because Sony Game sells, I assume that they are getting their bonuses. Tuxedo Snake says, Hello, Lono. I'm your biggest fan. Please stream how you do Melania solo. I'm not there yet. We are going to cover Melania getting fixed. They fixed the bug that was happening in an update that went out today. I will be doing more of my No Summons playthrough today, but that I'm not, I'm not even close to Melania. Cloud saves for PlayStation should be free, TBH. You always have access to the PS monthly, free monthly games as long as you subscribe. The monthly games in PS Plus stay as long as you have the service. PS Now had some games rotation, but they gave the date uh, when it left the service. That's the thing. We don't know the contracts of the Microsoft devs. We don't need to know the finer the, 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 the finer lines of the contract, Mo, to know that the only way that it's working is Microsoft is cutting them a check. They're paying them money to put them there right that's the whole point all right so th- to me the 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 idea of the idea of microsoft game pass is actually really really good it's a good idea okay it doesn't mean it's always a good idea all right lifting uh, you know a 500 pound dumbbell is a really good idea for somebody who's properly trained to do it but I'm probably going to hurt myself and throw my back out and look like an idiot all at the same time this isn't a one size fits all thing that's good for every single game every single company every single relationship every single game launch there are times where it's going to benefit and this is something you just have to admit this is not me bashing Microsoft there are times where it's going to benefit Microsoft way more than it benefits the developer and they have to be able to discern when that is and the beauty of what Sony is doing this is not me being a Sony fanboy but what's so good about how Sony is doing it is they're saying we're going to treat our top tier customer the absolute best that's how it should be the people at the top should get the most stuff 
all y'all saying it should be free and they should just be doing it for free and this should be free and that should be free build your own console and infrastructure and make everything free and see how that goes right stop with the everything should be free attitude it's gonna murder the industry okay so they treat their top tier customers the best that's how it should be that's a healthy relationship where you get more for paying more that's how it should be and then they're protecting game launches from people not having to buy the game and it's protecting in two ways number one nobody can play your game for free and not have to buy your game and anybody who gets to try your game and likes it will be very likely to purchase the consumer gets great value the consumer gets to try something before buying it the consumer gets a healthy trade of hey i paid more i got more i got more stuff and then the devs likely get more sales if the game is good and not just more sales but good sales sales from people that were convinced to buy they like the game they're going to play it more that means they're going to tell their friends about it that means they're more likely to spend money in any microtransaction store you have that's so much healthier than just getting a lump sum and then no one has to buy your game no one in the funnel has to buy your game you're creating a monsoon of people who don't have to give the developer a cent I don't think that's healthy for developers of a certain size. You get more from paying more, but less than the competition, which is less than you get way more of. Yeah, but your statement presumes it's a competition. Sony's not, Sony's not, you're assuming that when they create, think about what you're saying. So Sony has 120 million customers and they're creating a subscription funnel with value to motivate those consumers to buy. And you're like, yeah, but the competition's better. Those people don't give a frick about the competition. They're in the Sony funnel already. They're already in the Sony funnel. So what you're saying is nonsensical. It's not like they're going to look at what Sony has and say, this is trash. I'm leaving. That's not what's going to happen. You're trying to convince 120-something million people to pick a higher-tier premium, and you're doing it with value. You're assuming there's a competition going on. Like, there's this monsoon of PlayStation consumers that are like, you know what? Game Pass is such a greater value. I am leaving the Sony ecosystem. Like, if you think that's going to happen in any quantitative amount, I I think you're naive. That's not happening. Sony is selling to their consumer base. They're not competing with Microsoft by doing this. It's not a comp- it's not a Game Pass competitor. They're mimicking what another industry leader is doing because it's going to make them money. You're misreading the tarot cards. You're misreading the tea leaves. Sony is not looking at the landscape and saying, we better compete with Microsoft. They're saying, dadgummit, look at all the money Microsoft is making. We should come up with something similar. It's an industry standard to have subscription services. It's an industry standard to give people a bunch of stuff for a subscription. Let's come up with our own and make a ton of money from our user base. That's what they're doing. There is not a single line item of this in a single meeting where they're like, we better compete with Microsoft. When their first party game is in the competition, uh, com- competitive subservice and not in their own, it's going to look bad. <laughs> what do you, what, what, one game? No, that's not going to do anything. 
That's not going to affect a single nudge of consumer movement. PS Plus top tier is 121, 120 for the yearly sub, 216 if I paid uh, monthly. And yes, the CEO said they are coming up with a Game Pass competitor, and this ain't it. Well, yeah, they used that language, sure, but wait, did he say Game Pass competitor? Or is that what the headlines of the article said? Sony is only paywalling demos because their subservice doesn't provide enough value. <laughs> I just, man. Okay. All Sony tiers are cheaper than Game Pass on a yearly basis, says Eugene. So paying a sub fee to play a two-hour demo with the option to purchase the game is better than paying a sub fee to play the whole game with the option to purchase the game. No, I never said that. I said that they are adding the two-hour demo to any game that is $35 or higher. Can you play any game for free that launches on the Xbox? No, you cannot. You can only play games that enter the Game Pass funnel. So you're creating a false comparison already from the outset when you're making that comparison. Second, the two-hour demo is not the only thing you're getting. It's one of the perks at the top tier. It's one reason to upgrade. Every single game that hits our platform that is $35 or higher, you get to play it for two hours. The work, the server housing, that service is you're paying for that service, right? It's like paying for a service that says, look, we'll send you X number of movies a month and then you ship them back and you don't get to keep them. It's a similar idea. It's like you're paying for a service to get access to any game at $35 or higher. Paywalling demos, sure, you can call it that. That's what it is at its core, but it's a value to the consumer. Brother, I would pay for that in a dadgum heartbeat on Steam. Instead of going through the trouble of always getting refunds, I would literally pay a Steam subscription so that every game I get to play it for two hours to see if I like it. I would freaking pay for that in a dadgum heartbeat. That is worth it to me. You are making something so easy for me and so value-laden. I get to try every single game at $35 or higher I can play for two hours. Do I install, try it, install, try it, install, try it. This is great. This one was really good. Bye. This one sucked. Uninstall. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to go do a refund. I don't have to do any of that. It's such a good deal. Two hours of all the best games. It's sick. Yeah, you don't get every game that launches on Microsoft. You get a select few. You get a select games that they add to Game Pass, and it's a great value. It really, really is. But this is also a great value. It's a completely different version of value, though. Nothing you're saying is wrong, but it feels like you're paying to watch movie trailers. No, I'm paying to have the movie for a limited amount of time, and I gotta return it. I don't get to keep it. I don't get to keep it and rewatch it indefinitely. Boom. I get two hours. Right? It's, like, it's almost like a rental. It's almost like a rental. The difference is you can consume the entire movie, and you can't consume the entire game. But it's a similar time frame, right? Two to three hours, and you're done with the movie. And you spent, what, six bucks to rent it two hours and you, you get to try the game and, and, and you basically rented it you essentially rented the game 
it's a, it's, it's basically like saying you have unlimited two-hour rentals of all these games, and after the two hours is up, that's it. You're done. Like it's 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 so. Honestly, I don't know. I think people are looking at it and seeing it as a negative because it's not on their system. If it was on Microsoft, you'd be spinning it as a positive. Yeah, man. Game Pass is the greatest value in gaming, and they just added more value. Not only do we get free games every month, now every single game at $35 or higher we get to try for free, and then buy it if we like it. Essentially, I gotta pay for online services, but now I also get two hours of demo time. I like that. Well, it's at the highest tier, Ashen. It's a premium. See my... the demo point above. Creature says, that's not even the point of the demos. The point of the demos is a Q&A tool. A, a QA tool. It forces quality on developers to maintain price point. This protects the consumer from paying full price for subpar games without knowing it. Uh, yeah, you're not even looking at it from that perspective. I'm glad, I'm glad Creature brought that up. Look at it from that perspective. Sony is saying, hey, if you are going to put a game on our on our storefront at $35 or higher, people get to play it for two hours if they're they're at our highest level of customer. You gotta make that available to every single person at this level. So anybody at that level is basically being protected. It's like, it's almost like game quality insurance. It's like, no matter what, at that level, if you, if you, if a big game comes out, you get to try it. Didn't like it? No worries. Just uninstall it. It didn't cost you a dime. You played it for an hour and it was broken and bad and glitching and acting up. Think of what this would have done to Cyberpunk. All those premium people play Cyberpunk for an hour, freak this game, boom, uninstall. They don't got to do a thing. Sony's got their back. I would do this on Microsoft's platform in a dadgum heartbeat. Any game that comes out, I get to try it? Oh my gosh, why wouldn't I do that? I'm on both systems, says Zubair. I pay for both PS Now and PS Plus. Don't label and disregard my opinion. I wasn't labeling and disregarding your opinion. Somebody in chat might have done that. I didn't do that. I don't think paying for movie trailers is the appropriate analogy. I don't think you're paying for movie trailers. Because two hours of a video game is not a dadgum trailer. You know what I mean? Um... Now they just need to give those players three days early access and watch that crap change. No more broken games. It would potentially quell the half-baked game model too. Think about what this does to the industry standard. It wouldn't do it in the, in the immediate future, but think about in two to three years, what's going to happen when somebody doesn't have the demo available at launch? What's everybody going to say? Hey, 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 hey. This has been well established. Why don't you have a demo available at launch? What's going on here? What's going on? What have we always said when these demos and betas come out? What have we always said? This is such a great way to get a look at a game, man. This is such this is so good for the consumer. So in three to four years, if a game launches and they're like, oh, the demo will be ready in two months. Ooh, red flag. Why don't you have a demo available right now? Why, why don't you have a demo? What's going on? Is the game going to be bad? And it's going to cause pause in the industry. It'll cause pause, at least in the Sony funnel. I'm not buying that game. They don't have a demo available. Now, in the next couple of years, I'll give people a pass, right? I'll give people a pass. But 
eventually i'll have to say man if the dev doesn't have a, a, a demo available at launch that's concerning eventually you have to say that because it's like this has been going on long enough bloomberg reporting that the purple platform is considering changes to its partner program they want to s- <laughs> currently discussed ideas not finalized incentives for more ads new revenue split 70 to fit they're going to drop from 70 to 50 or go up from 50 to 70 new tier system no more exclusivity changes could be implemented this summer no more exclusivity <laughs> i i said eventually they were, uh, i don't want to get on that subject demos take away from dev time not i don't know i'll be honest Lono, after months of hearing you plug 80s tees i just went and even with your discount that's too much for a shirt I mean, it's it's extremely high-quality prints, extremely high-quality shirts, and it's all official licensed stuff. So you're, you're not buying some iron-on print from Amazon. I mean, it's, that's why it's... That's why it's good. 70 down to 50? Gemini. As someone who owns a PlayStation, Xbox, and PC says Meech, I would never want to pay for two-hour demos on any of these platforms, even when demos were free... I would never download them. A demo can be the first two hours of the game. It's literally, they're calling them trials. I don't think they're making them develop a demo. They're calling them trials. Two-hour demos, which have a timer who starts when you press download, it's written on the site. So it's literally copy-paste the first two hours of the game into the package sounds pretty simple for a demo right that's what i mean like it's you're not making them create something extra it sounds to me like they you literally get two hours like i said like it's like a shell that you you boot up the game and it's like you got two hours man and if you want it you gotta buy it demos do not necessarily take away from dev time often devs make vertical slices of the games in order to do a gameplay showcase Full game trials and demos are not the same thing. My position is not that this is a bad service. It just seems odd to me. I, for one, and maybe this is just because this is how I've been playing games for a really long time. I love the idea of saying, hey, this service gives you online. It gives you free games every month. Uh, our really, really old classic games are in this library for if you want to play them. You get access to all of those. Hey, we you know we finally added Spider-Man or whatever. We finally added Miles Morales or whatever. All these classic games are there. Anything you might have missed out on is there. Oh, and also, if you're on our top tier, you get demos of every single game. You get a trial of every game that launches on our platform that's $35 or higher. I look at that and I'm like, that's why would I not want that? That's amazing. I'm never ever going to be at risk of paying for a full price game again on this platform. I'm always going to know what I'm getting every time. There's no there's no question, there's no doubt. I just I get this forever. It's no value to me personally. That's the beauty of value is that it's it's a it's a perception thing. If you don't see the value, then you wouldn't upgrade to the premium tier and I would. Do you know how many people are like me? They're going to do it. Why? Because it's a great value. 
As a subscriber, I appreciate having it, but it would never nudge me into subscribing. That's what I mean. You can always watch YouTube for gameplay. Okay, I want you to think about something with me for just a second. So you open up the PlayStation Storefront right now. There's all kind of games. There's all kind of stuff in there. You have no idea what's good. You take the time to watch a trailer. You take the time to read the description. You take the time to go to YouTube and watch it. Great. Good consumer. You're smart. What if instead of that, I'm just like, huh, let's see here. Let me try this game. Let's see what this is like. Mm-mm. No, didn't like it. On to the next. I'm not reading descriptions. I'm not watching trailers. I'm not going to YouTube. I'm not having to listen to the guy. What's up, guys? Back with another video here. First 20 minutes. Shut the frick up, mute. You know, and then he's bumbling around and he's messing with his settings and he's in a tutorial. So instead of doing all of that, I just install the game and try it. Like that might not matter to you, but that matters to somebody like me. I love it. I don't need demos. That's why I watch you, you dingus. Well, right, but everybody's different, Zubair. I'm incredibly busy. Incredibly busy. The last thing I want to do when I sit down and look at my storefront on my game console, the last thing I want to do is say, well, hang on, let me go do some research on these games. No, this one looks cool. Boom, install it. I could literally sit down one night, go through like this one... This one looks pretty nice. Okay, gameplay looks pretty dope here. Like, I click on the game and it shows the gameplay in the background or whatever. Install, like, three or four games. The weekend rolls around. I got all these games waiting for me. I didn't do anything. I didn't watch a YouTube video. I didn't read a blog. I didn't read a review. I'm just going to check these games out. Imagine, imagine if Netflix let you just go watch one episode of a show. Imagine if they let you do that. Netflix, take some dadgum notes. If they let you go to their website right now and watch episode one of Ozark, episode one of Queen's Gambit, what do you think that would do? People are like, this this show is awesome. This show is way too violent for me. And that value would land on people differently, and then they would subscribe and convert. That's the beauty of having literally every single dadgum game that launches at that price point being able to try it out. What I'm hearing is that watching gameplay on YouTube is a poor use of my time. You can't watch every single game is my point, Zubair. I'm not going to play every single game. You're not going to find good gameplay of every single game. It's going to be like, generally speaking, you can find somebody that uploaded 15 or 20 minutes of a game. YouTube lets you watch the first episode of a show, but most of the shows suck. <laughs> Creature says, yeah, because watching all those YouTube vids about cyberpunk worked out great, didn't it? <laughs> oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, the Sifu world records around 15 minutes. That's crazy. That's what Amazon does. I got caught by that crap. Started a show. Oh, wait. The rest is behind a paywall. Darn it. Paid. Yep. They got you. <laughs> they got you. Will the demo release before or after the game releases, though? There's no hard and fast rule about that, Sax Boy. They have up to three months to release the trial. They have up to three months to release the trial. And that's why I said you know, in about two to three years when this is just an industry standard and some big game comes out and launches 
and they don't have a trial ready at launch, that'll be a red flag. What do you mean? Why don't you have a trial ready at launch? Every other game coming out right now does. Everybody's used to it. What are you doing? Can you remind me what else you get along with the game trials at the top tier? Do we have a full breakdown yet? This is all rumor about the about there even being a tier called premium, right? PS Plus uh, premium. PS Plus PS Plus premium details. Oh, uh, here we go. Their blog has it. Do do do. Do 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 do. Premium. All the benefits of the essential and extra tiers adds up to 340 additional games, including PS3 games available via cloud streaming, a catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and downloadable options from the original PlayStation 1, 2, and PSP generations, offers cloud streaming access to original PlayStation, PS2, PSP, PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tier markets. Uh time limited game trials will also be offered in this tier so customers can select can try games before they buy yeah Destin from IGN I mean known for terrible takes I mean the guy the guy can't even be bothered to read a bungee blog exhaustively he constantly puts out videos and just misspeaks about what's happening in Destiny not a careful thinker at all I was on his show numerous times and had to correct him on just stuff that he didn't understand about Destiny I wish Microsoft charged me $10 more to play on Xbox Series X put two hour demos exclusively behind a paywall and made the 360 library streaming only, that would be amazing and super pro-consumer. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not surprising at all that that's his take. He probably misread the, the, the Sony blog about it. And there's ever been somebody that doesn't read well, I mean, and I'm one to know, I'm not a good reader either, but I make sure and carefully read these types of things. I literally read from the blogs themselves when I report on them. That's what it is, said Mo. Yeah, but see, it's built on the presumption that there is a competition between the platforms. There, That's not what this is. Sony is not trying to say, hey, all you Microsoft users, we've got something that's just as good as what Microsoft has. No. That's not what they're doing. They're going to their existing subscriber base and they're saying... We've got these tiers of things that you can have access to. And if people are like, man, $10 more, it's $5 more. See what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's classic. It's a classic Destin mystery. He does it all the time. He gets things wrong all of the time. It's just, he's it, 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 another, he's another industry person in the industry that, that shouldn't be labeled as a, as an authority or journalist or anything. Especially with how he handled what happened with me. The guy, he's just, there's no reason to pay any attention to him. Doesn't Steam already allow you to try games for two hours? Why is this a big deal? It's free on Steam? That's not true. That is false. 
you have to buy the game on Steam and then refund it if you played it less than two hours. It's $10 more, the game pass. The base game pass is 10 bucks. That's not the comparison, Mo. The base game pass is $10. We're talking about the bundle where you get everything, where you get, so you'd have to compare game pass with live. It's $10 a month uh, if you buy a year at a time, which most people do. Stop it, stop lying. Right. It just feels like uh, less than what GPU offers, in my opinion. Also, oh, you guys are comparing systems. Steam versions is free. If you don't like it, return it for free. Again, it's not free. You're, you're, but that's not true. You're saying something that's not true. It is not. You are not getting a free trial or free demo on Steam. You buy it, and if you play less than two hours, you may return it for a refund. That isn't free, bro. I got these jeans from J.C. Penny. Aren't they awesome? Yeah, they were totally free. As long as I take them back within thirty days, and there's not much wear and tear on them. I can get my money back. That's not free. You bought something. And as long as you stay under a certain threshold, you can get your money back. I know Steam has demos, Omega. That's not what we're talking about. Some games offer free demos. Yes, on Steam. That's not a standard on Steam. You can't just go download any game you want for two hours, pay no money. That's not a thing. It isn't free. Even with an asterisk, it's not free. That's that's so dishonest. That's not true. I'm not saying you're dishonest. Putting an asterisk on it, Steam would never do that. Steam would never say, oh, you have free, you have free demos of all our games for two hours. Asterisks. No. If you skip over into a couple, if you skip, skip over into too long, you don't get your money back. Two hours or 14 days full return, but that is not free because you don't retain the product. Well, and again, you, if you, you have to stay under those limitations. So it isn't free. You, you, you literally spent money and you risk not getting it back if you play too long or wait too long. <laughs> the next thing you run in with demo when people play the demo and said it was trash, people are going to say, oh, it's just a demo was bad. The game is good. I'm not sure what you're trying to say, Brandon. Premium PS is comparable to Game Pass, not Ultimate. No, no, that's not, no, that isn't true. It's they're, it's completely different. It's completely different. Let me open up the blog post. Like, this is what gets so frustrating about this. It's, it, it, that's, that's inaccurate. Essential PlayStation Plus Essential, all right? Provides the same benefits of PlayStation Plus members that are getting today, like you get the two monthly downloadable games, exclusive discounts, cloud storage for same games, online multiplayer access. There are no changes to existing PlayStation Plus members in this tier. So Essential is literally the online thing, and then you get the two games a month, okay? Then you upgrade from that. That's that's 10 bucks. You upgrade from that, you go to extra. It's 15 a month. 
This provides all the benefits of Essential, and it adds the catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party partners. So this is the upgrade. This is the $5 upgrade. This this is this is quite literally what what you get with Game Pass. You get you get all of these games for this monthly fee. Oh, and you get to play online for 15 bucks a month. That's what Game Pass is. We literally debated this the other day. I was constantly doing the math with the guy. I'm like, Game Pass is an amazing value. It's not financially irresponsible. 15 bucks a month gets you access to all these games. I think you're overlooking the importance of the consumer perception of PS Plus. Normal consumers who aren't informed will draw a direct comparison to Game Pass and determine their value as such. Not necessarily, no. Because if you're already in the Sony ecosystem, you're looking at it from that perspective. You're not looking at it from the Microsoft perspective. You're already in the Sony ecosystem paying for something. So you're getting the same thing that you've been paying for. And then you can upgrade to get this access to this massive catalog that's that is quite literally what game pass introduced you pay this thing a month and you get access to this crazy catalog oh and you get you get games every month no no the middle tier is like eight months if you do it for the year uh yeah this extra tier with the 400 catalog is a hundred dollars a year so yes that's eight dollars and 33 cents so that's 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 eight bucks a month Eight bucks a month to get access to all this stuff. Now let's go to premium, okay? Let's go to premium. And I, I know I know math is hard. Uh, I know math is hard, Destin. Ten dollars a month. If you pay for the whole year, it's ten dollars a month for the premium. Ten dollars a month for premium. Ten. How much more is that than Microsoft's ultimate if you buy ultimate for the entire year? If you buy ultimate for the entire year, what is it per month? What's the what, what's the base what's what's game pass with everything in it per month if I buy it for the year? East Coast Overlord with a $20 tip. 20 minutes behind, but I would buy a game demo service on Steam in a heartbeat. I have too many bad games as it is. If you pay for the year, but it's not 10 a month. But no, 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 no. Every time we've talked about this, we do the per month fee if you pay for the year. 180 is 15 bucks a month. <laughs> Microsoft's is $5 more for Ultimate. So their top tier is more expensive per month if you pay for it annually. I just... I, the mental the mental backflips like the absolute mental backflips to say that Sony's is more expensive it's unbelievable to me it's absolutely unbelievable the perks of the highest tier on PlayStation Premium you get all the things I just read about you get that 400 uh, catalog of games from PS4 and PS5 the two games a month the online access and then you get up to 340 additional games from PS3, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 1, PSP. Now, some of this is cloud streaming. Yes, 
that's not ideal. I thought they said they were going to try and move away from that, but that's yeah, that's part of it. And you get the streaming access to original PlayStation, PS2, PSP, and PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers of markets. So if you want to play those things through the cloud, you can, that are offered in the essential and the extra tiers. <clears throat> and you get the time-limited game trials. Like, it, it absolutely blows my mind that they're top tier is $10 a month and your top tier is $15 a month and you're going to sit here and bash them and say they're putting demos behind a paywall and they're charging more money no they are not that isn't true that's why Destin's tweet is in it's, 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 it's literally not even true you're just tweeting something that's not true probably impression farming because the, you know, the news cycle's light and you can't get interaction right now you just make up some dumb inaccurate hot take so most of your replies are people correcting you that you won't even read which helps the tweet do well which leads to us talking about it it's 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 zero value content creation 101 tweet a dumb inaccurate take to get easy clickism and interaction that you're going to ignore Can't you take your games with you with Sony? I don't know what you mean, Greenside. If I pay the 15 a month, I get more, which is EA, Cloud, PC, more value. Right. See, here's the thing, Mo. If you want to start comparing what you get and what we get, that's fine. But stop acting like Sony's is more expensive and Sony's putting demos behind a paywall. The frick are you talking about? You just mentioned EA. That's interesting. Doesn't EA do the same thing? They give you X number of hours of early access to try out a game when it comes out. So if you want to try it, you can. It's the same thing. It's a trial that's behind a paywall. Is it okay? I mean, that's on your platform. It's part of your subscription deal. Is it okay that they're doing it? It's a problem when Sony does it. I just want to make sure it's a problem when, when they do it as well. Dope shirt, huge fan of Led Zeppelin. Oh, yes, yes. In My Time of Dying is such a good song. It's like my favorite song by them. They're so good. That's included in its 10 hours. Yeah, it's still you paying for a trial. Why is it okay if they do it? EA is giving trials through Game Pass. It, why? That's, 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 a, that's a game trial behind, behind a paywall. Why is it okay? Is it okay for them to do it? And, and why is it wrong for Sony to do it? Not only that, not only that, you also, you also have it, you also have access to literally every game. It's not just select games on, it's not just select games on Sony, it's every game $35 or higher. Let Sony give me a 10 hour trial, I'll jump on that in a heartbeat. So now it's about the length of time, it's not about charging for it. I take this opportunity to refine a subject. I have confirmation that by default, the future PlayStation Plus Premium Limited Time Trial Program will not impose additional work on the studios. The devs provide the usual full game. PlayStation takes care of generating the trial version. If I could drop my mic, I would do it. 
If I could literally drop the mic, I would do it. I would take this thing and I would drop it on the ground so you could hear it go boom, 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 boom. Lono, when looking at the consumer decision to upgrade and pay more every month, the natural comparison is to Game Pass. You can't forget that millions of people on the PlayStation platform also own PCs and Xbox. Right, and here's the beauty of this, Meech. Here's the absolute beauty of this. There will be people that conclude Microsoft's deal is better for a thousand different reasons. They like the games more. They think it's a better package deal. They play more EA games than I do, right? Then there will be people that are like, dude, no, this is amazing. For $10 a month, I get a couple of games every month, online access, 400 games in this library, 340 games in this library, and every single game that is $35 or higher, I get to try it for two hours to inform any purchase I make of a full game. And it allows me to support the games that are worthy of my support instead of guessing or just having like spending paralysis and not downloading anything or doing what Game Pass is, which like a select amount of free games that gives no money to the developers other than maybe through a contractual agreement with the actual publishers if in fact it's related to the royalties and the sales of the game, which likely it's not most of the time because they're looking for lump sum unrelated to sales numbers. So there's plenty of people that will land on this differently. You're right. There's there's a ton of people that'll be like, nah, man, Microsoft's deal's better. Great. Great. You know what the beauty of this is? This is exactly what the market should do. It should drive value and consideration of the consumer so you feel like your money is giving you something that is worth it. There are going to be tons of people that do the premium on Sony and they're not going to blink. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to love it. They're going to be downloading games every month and trying them out. And really good breakout titles will happen. You know, in a stunning turn of events, little teeny indie title with a $40 game breaks out as Sony's fifth highest selling game PlayStation Plus funnel is working for the little guy. Like, there's going to be moments like that. There's been moments like that on Xbox because they've invested heavily in, in the indies with ID and Xbox. Like, it's it's good for the consumer because you get to pick what you think is best. Do you want it to be like Verizon, Sprint, and AT&T where you walk in the building, the phones are the same, the colors on the walls are different, and all the plans are identical, and, you, and there's no reason to pick one over the other? That's so uninteresting. It's better to have this. This is what we need. This is what the consumer and the and, and the and the the gaming economy needs. It needs these differences. It needs these comparisons. 100%. I'll probably upgrade to PS Plus to the top tier based on what this offers. Yeah, I will I won't even hesitate. I won't I will I will not hesitate. 10 bucks a month and I can play a game for two hours if it launches and it's it's above 35 bucks as a YouTuber. Do you have any idea how amazing that is? Hey guys, anything that launches, we can try it out. I can record it. It's like, it doesn't cost me anything. Well, it cost me 10 bucks a month. <laughs> you know, seven games launch this month. Let's check out every single one of them. <laughs> why, why would I not do that? In one day, one day, Sony Trump's Game Pass sub base. Think about that. 
Oh, I, I, I believe it. I believe they'll fill this funnel f- so incredibly fast. It'll be such a full funnel of subscribers. Zero doubt. Hey, we hit 10, 10 viewers. We're at double digits on TikTok. Destin always seemed pretty pretentious, super annoying, never watched a lot of his content. Yeah, I'm not trying to insult him as a person. I think his content is terrible. Like, if you judge his content, if you judge the value of the content he puts out, he's often saying things that are inaccurate and wrong because he, he struggles to read a blog and understand it. It's it, I was on his show three times. Two out of the three times, I was like, yeah, that's not what it said. You misunderstood that. It was super awkward as a guest. Grizzly Johnson says, I hate this. Mine is better than yours. They're both great value for their platform. Says that on TikTok. There's a TikTok. Yeah, we simulcast over there uh, at Reforge TV. Our Twitter is at Reforge TV, Instagram, as well as TikTok, at Reforge TV. The trials is the icing for me. Let, let's, let's talk about that for a second. You know all those old games they're talking about letting people play? All those PlayStation 1, all those PSPs, all those PS2 games, PS3 games? You know what's funny? I'm never going to touch a single one of them. I don't give a crap about them. And yet I'm paying for the service. Why? Because the trials are so much better for me. I hope you never try the stock market. Why? What else do you get at tier 3? You get on you get the online access, you get the the free games every month, you get access to 340 of of the the library or whatever they're putting in there, then another 400 games. And then you get the free trial on any game that is $35 or higher. Trials are cute till the devs decide that since Sony is taking the decision to do a trial out of their hands, they just won't put their games on Sony's platform. Yeah, that's a real smart decision. Yeah. Don't put yourself on a platform with 120 million users and growing. That's real. That's brilliant. <laughs> Come on, Vengeance. That wouldn't be a good decision. What are you scared of? If the developers are scared to launch on a platform the size of Sony because premium users get a free trial, then I'm sorry, but in the words of Ben Affleck, you suspect. You suspect. What are you scared of? How bad is your game that a two-hour trial is a threat? What's the problem? A, 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 a consumer funnel of like 120 something million people what I, yeah 168 million I don't even know what the consumer funnel is now for Sony it's freaking massive you're going to avoid that platform because you don't want to give people a trial of your game well that's a red flag that's a red flag what are you what are you at what are you scared of that's PS4 not PS5 and that's slowly dwindling the Sony user base is slowly dwindling. Mo, I, I, I literally sometimes I think that you you read articles and just type the opposite of what you read. How is it slowly dwindling? Have you read any of the sales reports of PS5 versus the Xbox Series X? How do you interpret that as dwindling? It was one and a half PS5s to every one Series X or S was sold last year crossed over into two to one early this year how 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 is that dwindling i don't get it i love that you like microsoft 
I like Microsoft. I think they bring good things to the industry. I really like Phil Spencer. I think he's quite handsome. But Sony's not dwindling. There, there's, there's no indications that they're dwindling. Xbox sold more this quarter. That's not an indication. Oh my gosh. Where did you get that report, by the way? First quarter of 2022, Xbox sold more? Is that true? That doesn't mean Sony's dwindling, by the way. And is that due to how many have been distributed? Like, they won this quarter, but is that according to how many have been distributed? And, again, that doesn't mean Sony's dwindling. No, they sold more in March, this creature. Also this. There is no obligation to provide the demo on day one, but only within three months. Yeah, we reported that barrier. Thank you. I actually did know that. I reported on that. I appreciate the info, though. They have up to three months. That's why I said that'll be a red flag if they wait. Right? If they wait. Somebody give me an official report on this. I can't find it. It's not Sony fanbase is dwindling. Xbox is just catching up. One, yeah, okay. So I'm not even going to look it up. I'll grant, I'll grant you what you said because I'm going to show you the, how ridiculous the claim is. So Xbox had one better quarter than Sony after losing to them all last year, right? That's like the Call of Duty lobby where the guy loses 10 games in a row and then he finally wins and he's like, yeah, I told you you suck. And it's like, you do realize that you you lost 10 games in a row, right? And you just finally won one. You understand that you actually are behind, okay? <laughs> Anyways, they lost all last year and they win one quarter and your conclusion is that Sony's dwindling. I Just come on, man. I want Microsoft to be successful. I want them to close the gap. I want them to fill their funnel with players and have a very, very successful ecosystem. Why? Because that means they're making tons of money. That's more money to invest in ID at Xbox. That's more money to invest in indie titles. That's more money to invest in the platform's quality and, and consumer value. I want Microsoft to be successful, but this idea that they outsold Sony for one quarter and that means Sony is dwindling, like, just, that's so silly. That's not even a sensible thing to say. They lost all last year and I'm not saying that to be like yay Sony that's just the basic facts like you just look at the sales numbers they didn't they didn't sell as many as Sony it's going to continue because the Series S is far more available than the PS5 that's really the main driving factor behind these numbers According to the VG charts, between January 1 and February, the PS5 sold over half a million more units than the Series X and S. For this period, the PS5 reportedly sold 1.2 million units compared to the Series X and S selling 721,000. So, January to February, they lost. So, what, Microsoft closed the gap after February and then not just closed it, but passed them? Which, again, could have something to do with distribution. Did they have more to distribute than Sony? Which, again, that's not representation of the entire year. You gotta give them the whole year. You gotta give them the ramp-up times. Like, they gotta be able to ramp up and distribute to start competing. That doesn't mean that Sony is in trouble. 
There are millions of people who currently chose not to pay for PS Now because it doesn't appeal to them. It feels like Sony is just packaging it with some trials to convince us to pay for it. That's your summary of everything I read, Meech. It's, it's, it's a library of 400 titles and then a library of 340 titles and then trials. So your summary is that they're just putting in trials to convince people to pay for it. It doesn't matter if they had more to distribute, they surpassed them. I want you to read what you just read really slowly, Willie. Read it real slow. Read it real slow, man. It doesn't matter if they had more to distribute. They surpassed them. What? It, what? <laughs> the statement was made. The statement that I'm pushing back on is that Sony is dwindling because for the first time ever during the first quarter of 2022... Microsoft outsold Sony and I'm pushing back and saying that could be related to so many factors if they had more to distribute in that time period that would explain why they sold more right they had more they literally had more in the market therefore I'm only pushing back against the premise that Sony is dwindling like I'm not I'm not keeping score I don't have a dry erase board in my room putting down notches for Sony and Microsoft on who's selling consoles. I literally give zero fricks about that. I don't care. I don't have a dog in that fight. I quite literally don't care how many of each are sold. I would like them to ramp up distribution so I could get another PS5 and maybe another Series X. I don't know. I would like them to ramp up production so I could get another one. I don't give a crap how many they've sold. I'm dealing with the premise of Sony is dwindling. Never hang up that whiteboard. Shut the frick up, chest pain. It's on the ground. I don't have anywhere to hang it, and I don't like you judging me with your question. <laughs> you do just so I can do this? Yeah, but what'd you say all last year? What'd you say all last year when they were losing? X people say Xbox is dead and irrelevant, so if that's the case, Xbox shouldn't be selling at all. Anybody saying Xbox is dead and irrelevant is a moron. I don't say that. PS Now as a service was a service that had a negative association as being streaming only, even though a very large portion of the service could be downloaded. Displate whiteboards. I keep forgetting to order the displays. Not you. Yeah, I don't let that kind of nonsense get nonsense gets traction here. I, I don't I don't let that kind of crap get traction. It's stupid. <clears throat> oh, the market leader will be Xbox soon. Okay. What do you mean by market leader and how? How many Xboxes are they going to have to create for that to be true, Mo? Do the math. Do the math. How many Xbox Series Xs and Ss will they have to create for them to do that? How? How? 
That would mean Sony would have to basically stop creating PS5s right now. That is a stop. And Microsoft would have to make how many and distribute how many to even catch them. Do the math. You, you, you're talking about... Okay, so a friend of mine once got pulled over by a police officer. And my friend was doing 80 miles an hour, okay? He was doing 80 miles an hour. And the cop caught up with him by doing 95. And the cop very stupidly said, you must have been going extremely fast because I had to drive 95 just to catch you. You must have been doing at least 90. And he's like, no, I was doing 80. You had to surpass my speed to catch me. What? So I want you to imagine these two companies driving on the road and Sony is way out in front and Microsoft starts to close the gap a little bit and you're throwing confetti in the air in order for them to catch and surpass Sony they would have to make enough Xbox Series X's and S's just to catch Sony and then to surpass them it would literally mean Sony would have to stop making PS5's and market leader also implies what Blueberry Puffin is saying They'd have to outsell the Switch. What? No. They don't don't have the ability to do what you're saying. The chip shortage aside, there's literally no way. Sony isn't that far out in front. This is a new generation. Okay, so if you qualify market leader just in this generation, then you're, you're cherry-picking and there's no point in even say, saying it. Let's say by some miracle, Microsoft ends up with more Series X's and S's in distribution than PS5. That does not mean they're the market leader. Why? Because even the Nintendo Switch is eventually going to have like a Switch Pro. So you're going to be you're going to be talking about a, a, a market share that's massive. Sony's market share doesn't... <laughs> The, 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 the PS4s are they have to count my friend because they generate revenue the, you, you know what I'm saying if you're only talking about this generation I don't know if it's possible I don't think that it is but let's just say by some crazy you know series of events Sony's PlayStation 5 becomes suddenly not in demand it's, it's the highest and most in demand console in history but it's just suddenly going to not be in demand for whatever the frick reason and the Series X and S just surpass it that still doesn't mean they're the market leader. Because if that's the case, Microsoft would have stayed the market leader in the one generation. What? No, 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 no. There's a tipping point, yes. There is a tipping point, yes, where you need everybody to switch over, and that happened. The, the, the 360 to the Xbox One, yes. Microsoft got clobbered. They got absolutely clobbered, Okay. So yes, there's a tipping point here where you would want the PS4 people to roll over to the PS5s. I would say that's probably in five or six years. Yo, Der, der Svens. Guten uh, Tag, I think. Thank you for the $20 tip. Hopping and popping chat and discussion today. Thank you. So many people are questioning if I pay Mo to be the opposition. I don't. <clears throat> I waited. I'm not scheduled the next stream. Dead gummit. Grizzly Johnson says, "Can you not like your platform without putting the other down?" Um, and you're so unhappy with your punches. 
With, oh, with your purchase. With your purchase. Sorry, I'm trying to read on TikTok. <laughs> We've wandered into the absurd. Yeah, I mean, I, I love, I love that you guys love Microsoft, and and I love Microsoft to a degree myself. I do. I really, really do. I think that they do good things. I do. I think they do good things for the market. But once you start wandering into these claims that like. Oh man, they're gonna, you know, it's gonna be the industry leader. I'm just like, brother, that gap is so big. I, I just, I, how? Just, just absolutely how? I'm scheduling the next stream. They fixed Mulaney and we want to cover it. That's how you say it, right? Lane, Melania. Mal- okay. Uh, if you guys are watching on TikTok, you'll be able to watch this one too. We might not get to my gameplay today. We went long on this one conversation was going and the viewership was good so we just kept cruising okay there it's scheduled Mm. we can now redirect to other channels I have the ability it's in the redirect menu it's in the redirect menu so we're gonna have to see if we have that setting now to, uh, to do that I, I now have that in the redirect menu. It's a brand new thing. Uh, community. Yeah, live redirects. See. How do I paste the channel URL? We now have that power. Yep. I'm about to see if we have it over on radio. How do you get to where... How do you get the channel ID? Oh, there you go. You have to click on a video and then click out of it. Okay, so radio can can radio can redirect over here. And I'm going to go over there. We're blocked by Elon Musk. So much for being committed to free speech. That blocking doesn't is not a repudiation of that. Oh, we don't have the feature yet over on ra- on radio. That's so annoying. We got it over here first. That's so frustrating. Maybe if I own the videos, it'll it'll give me it'll it'll give me the ability to do it. Let me check something here. It's a brand new feature. I want to test it. Oh, you don't have any redirect privileges. Once the channel gives you redirect permissions, you can send your viewers to them. Yeah, radio doesn't have it yet. That sucks. Radio is an approved user there. Yeah, you go into the menu creature and it literally says you're not approved on any channels. So you ha- it's a new thing in community settings creature and we have that new menu on gaming, but we don't have that new menu on, on radio. Like when I go to community settings, there's no approved people for redirect menu. It'll just take, it'll just take a day or two. 
Gaming is an approved user over there. It's not the same. It's a whole. It's a. It's a whole new menu. It's underneath approved users. It's. It's. It's a whole new thing. It's this redirect privileges or something like that. It's called. I go in here. I go to community settings, and it says moderators, approved users, hidden users, live redirects. It's a fourth. It's a fourth menu item now. So it's good to see that feature coming. It's really, really good to see that feature coming. And it's, you know, hopefully we gifted memberships are, you know, right around the corner. If you guys have never done a membership on a channel, consider doing one. It's five bucks a month. It gets you access to our members-only content on Thursday afternoons and Friday nights. It supports me directly. Yeah, it's big. We can start raiding people. That's right. Yep. You bring rating, you bring gifted memberships, and you're going to change the culture over here. It's good. It's one, it's, it's a really, really, it's actually a very big step in that direction in changing the culture on YouTube and the live environment. That stupid launch all at once, that's not how features launch on YouTube. They, they roll, they do rollouts. It's more stable that way. I, it stinks, but I prefer it. When you just do blanket rollouts, it actually hurts platforms because that's what purple would always do and it would freaking break stuff. This channel is 99% ponies versus one mo. No, 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 no. You don't get to say ignorant or incorrect things about Sony. And when you get corrected, accuse those people of being a pony. No, that's not true at all. Mo says things that he believe will take place from Microsoft. The rest of us are like, man, I love Microsoft, but I don't think so, man. I've looked at the analysis. I've looked at the industry. I've looked at the chipsets. I've, I've looked at the demand. I've looked at the sales charts. No, I don't think so, man. That doesn't make me a Sony. <clears throat> a Sony pony. It's a great back and forth. Not incorrect? Okay, I think your prediction is incredibly unlikely and not backed by anything we've seen thus far this generation. We've not seen anything this generation to support your prediction. You're welcome to make the prediction. You're you're welcome to love, you know, Phil Spencer and have a Phil Spencer tattoo. Whatever it is, you know, however however confident you are. Everything that happened last year points to that prediction being incredibly unlikely. Microsoft has a better chipset funnel. That's not an eternal thing though. That could change. Like, you know what I'm saying? If that's true right now, that might again that might change. It's all about content services versus hardware sales. Microsoft cloud revenue at 23 billion in quarter 3 up 32%. Right, that's why that's why I don't think that sales of consoles is the, is the, is the right battleground to defend Microsoft. Anytime I've ever defended the I call it the sleeping giant, right? I call Microsoft the sleeping giant all the time. Why do I call Microsoft a sleeping giant? I call Microsoft a sleeping giant because they are making industry predictions about games and cloud and subscriptions that I believe will absolutely pay out massive for them I don't think it has anything to do with console sales I think the two are so insanely unrelated I think they're so insanely unrelated Microsoft paid for that ship priority did they actually do that? I've not read anything about that. <clears throat> Until I see PS5 sitting on shelves, I don't see Microsoft overtaking Sony. 
Yeah, there's something to be said for. I wonder, I wonder if this is a sandbag. Right? Is it a big, huge sandbag? What am I trying to talk about? I put it in stream holding. I didn't complete it, though. No, it's complete. It's right above your Elden Ring stuff. I actually did it today, creature. I remembered. And we are not going to get into the to, to the LGB aspect of it. I'm going to stay away from that. This stream is not going to delve back into issues concerning the LGBTQ community. I'm more interested in talking about the continuation, the continuance of simplistic and reductionist views of people who don't think and believe as we do. He defended him. Great for what? About what? People were calling, calling on Pratt to be removed from the movies and to be recast because of a false narrative about him about the church that he goes to and that he's a Christian and that he hates people. It's a total false narrative. Pratt's spoken out about it at least once. So that's what we're talking about on radio. I don't want to get into the issues of LGBT. We've done that enough. I want to get into the issues of a false narrative used to attempt to get somebody literally removed from movies. And that's what Gunn defended him against. And it's very interesting in light of our conversation yesterday with Elon Musk. Gunn supports free speech and supports people's right to try to cancel people. It's so crazy. I don't agree with Gunn, but I agree with him defending Pratt. I don't agree with Gunn being like, no, everybody's welcome to try to cancel because of free speech. I'm like, what the frick? Free speech is not... Con- yeah, we're not getting down that. We're not We're not going down that right now. But it's related to yesterday. If you missed yesterday, we talked Elon Musk. We talked free speech. Um, and I think it's related today to uh, to Gunn's thoughts and his defense of, uh, of Pratt. As well as his own... He's had his own brush. He's had his own brush with cancel culture. <clears throat> so can I make Jesus jokes or not want to be clear that kind of stuff doesn't bother me finally watched the Batman you were right Pattinson isn't just the Twilight guy like I thought great performance great movie I'm going to give you a hot take we're going to do a Reforge radio episode about that movie I'm going to tell you right now the Riddler outshines Heath I, I, I believe it I believe it I don't think there was enough it's not Heath's fault either I don't think there's enough Heath in the Dark Knight so I'm wetting your appetite for the Batman episode. We're not debating that right now. I know. I know what I just said is so much blasphemy to so many people. Yeah, Eugene thought Riddler was boring. No way. Yeah, we got to save that. That's going to be a good debate. I'm literally going to rewatch it in like 45 minute segments and take notes. Right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re-watch it and take notes. Because right now, I may adjust my position, and I think I need to rewatch The Dark Knight as well. I may adjust my position, but I think that movie blows The Dark Knight out of the dadgum water. Just, just knocks it clean out. I'm going to have to rewatch. I'm going to have to rewatch. I may adjust my position, but... Because... It was late, and I was I was a little tired, you know, and I was you know I was relaxing, having drinks, but I was like, my gosh, this movie is just a dadgum work of art. It was so good, but we're gonna save that for radio. All right, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. Mo, I love you, and you 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 are you are crazy. You are crazy from Microsoft, and we love you here. And this is a really really fun debate. But we've got to move on to talk about the latest hot fix pushed out for Melania. 
or Melania getting getting fixed in Elden Ring. That may end up only being like an hour-long episode so we can roll over into the gameplay. I'm not sure. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how well it pulls and how many people tune in. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to take a quick restroom break, and we're going to shift gears into a new stream about the patch notes and the hotfix and everything else. I'm literally going to be reading the patch notes. It's going to be a little thrown together, but I think we can do it because we love Elden Ring and it's good to see this thing fixed and we just covered it. So if you're watching on TikTok, stick around, smash the like button, share my profile and my stream with people that you know like to watch streams like this on TikTok because it has the potential to take off really well over there if we keep it up. Uh, We offer a a visual and audio quality that's super rare uh, on TikTok. So um, thanks for the debates and the awesomeness guys consider getting us to 300 likes on the video it got spicy today we only need 19 more consider ordering coffee or becoming a paid member if we get to 500 members in the month of April my wife has to play Elden Ring on a members only stream it'll be hilarious please get us to 500 members I want to make her do that she runs her mouth all the time about me not being good at the game uh, if you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity and you're a coffee drinker you should try our coffee use the coffee command or the link below or go to ragelessroast.com right <clears throat> and um yeah the whole streaming to followers thing streaming to followers what are you saying Oh, 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 you're still on Batman. Yeah, 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 I can't, I can't engage. I can't engage. You're trying to bait me to engage. All right, I'm going to hit some ads. We don't typically run ads on this channel. This is why we actually push membership pretty hard. I don't like pushing membership. I don't like doing members-only content, but we hardly ever run ads here. We, we Live streams like this, live streamers on YouTube, we don't, we don't really live off the ad revenue. We can't. That's not what we do. We create a live environment um, that, that lives off of membership. That's why we push that membership, all right? Speaking of, I just downed a couple of Frickmas. Yo, what's good, Hex? What is good? What's good, Adam Russell? Good seeing you guys over there on TikTok. Galleon says, it's so much easier to listen on TikTok. This is my new home for Reforge. Man, I appreciate it. If you guys prefer watching over there, that's great. All right. I'll be right back. All right? Don't go anywhere.
Okay. Your ad was 38 seconds long. So weird. Uh, Alright, let me get... Wait, I need good notes on... We have anything other than Bandai's thing? Yeah, we just had their patch notes. That's fine. It's Melania, right? Lane. Melania. Sorry, I don't see ads. Aren't you getting into... Con- weren't you trying to get into content creation? Are you running an ad blocker? Seems seems kind of backwards. Or are you on premium? If you're on premium, that counts for me. articles what do you mean I see one in the DM where'd you put the where'd you put the articles oh you put the articles in gaming topics I'm sorry I'm, I didn't see that I was looking in the DM I was looking in the DM all right I got him I got him oh you're on premium oh yeah premium is lovely on YouTube holy moly Premium is fantastic. Okay, let me let me tweet. Okay. I gotta go into the Discord, send that. Yeah, sometimes it depends on your region, Kyle. Like you might not be seeing ads ever because you're just you're in a region that's not getting getting serviced ads right now for whatever reason. So <clears throat> Alright, I'm gonna give you guys a link in chat just in case redirect doesn't work. We're gonna keep the conversation going. And talk about this Melania bug fix. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of Reforge Gaming News discussing the Melania bug fix. It has been pushed out in a hotfix, as well as some other bugs from the latest patch that we covered. We wanted to make this a very, very quick sort of live stream response and update and get you 
the information. Uh, not really a planned stream. We kind of threw this one together. I was streaming this morning. If you missed the VOD, check it. The PlayStation Plus update, whether they're putting ads in games like Xbox, forcing developers to do demos and trials. What exactly does that mean? As well as the comparison to the Xbox Game Pass. I'm going to go ahead and end this morning's stream and bring people over with the redirect.